Tonight, rejuvenated and rested, Lou City faces an FC Tulsa team that is in transition. Just on Monday, Tulsa made a blockbuster trade, acquiring Philip Goodrum from Memphis in exchange for veteran Rodrigo da Costa. Goodrum is a fiery player who scored 22 goals last season, but he's hoping his newfound change of scenery changes how his season is unfolding. He's been held scoreless in league play so far this year through nine games played with Memphis. Kickoff here at Lynn Family Stadium set for 7.30 this evening. And with that, we say hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Milby, joined by former Lou City star George Davis IV for tonight's game and our producer this evening, Zach Money Cantrell, back in the ESPN 680-1057 ESPN Louisville Studios. George, that's the headline for this team coming into tonight's game. They've had some time off. Back to, well, two out of three weekends in which they've not had a game. They are rested. They are healthy for the first time all year, and that's got to be such a big plus for Danny Cruz heading into the, tonight. Yeah, I'm sure they're real excited coming back home at Lynn Family Stadium. Uh, beautiful night to play, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, they've been kicking each other for, as you said, the last few Saturdays, so I'm, I'm sure they're itching to get back on the field and put on a good performance. Let's talk about the other big headline of the game, Goodrum, that we mentioned uh, in the open there. Uh, Tulsa making that trade on Monday uh, after those two teams played. Tulsa and Memphis faced each other just last week, so they're very familiar with him. Um, And he has come into this team and already moved into the starting lineup tonight, which will get you the full starting lineups a little bit closer to kickoff, uh, which is again set for 7.30. Uh, how how difficult is that for a player like him to come into a new team and immediately jump into that starting lineup? It's got to be strange, right? It is. Uh, for any player to go into a new team, new system, you're surrounded by new players. But as you said, he's a proven goal scorer uh, based on his performances last year and what he was able to produce. Uh, no doubt that Tulsa is need, in need of, of a striker, uh, someone who could put the ball in the back of the net. So uh, after seeing that trade, I'm not surprised to see him in the first 11 tonight. This is a Tulsa team that has not won since March. Eight games without a win for them. Louisville City, on the other hand, they've not lost for five consecutive games in league play. And again, coming off of a 3-1 to one win over Miami, their most recent timeout. We mentioned that the team is fully healthy for Louisville City tonight, aside from Josh Winder, who again is away on international duty with the USU 20 team at the World Cup. Uh, because so many guys are healthy, everybody's available. That leads to a lot of competition in practice. And Danny Cruz spoke about that competition in practice earlier this week as well. Here's what he had to say. I would have to agree with that assessment, George, that it is an excellent problem for Danny Cruz to have so many players available. The competition in training during the week has to be high. Just looking at the lineup today, Martin Powell's the new forward that signed a couple of weeks ago out of the Netherlands. He's not in the 18 today, um, despite playing last week a little bit, and I'm sure now getting his fitness more about him as he's been uh, with the team for a couple of weeks now. That's just one example of when everybody is healthy, there is intense competition up and down the lineup to get not only in the starting lineup but into the game day 18 uh, and that's got to be great for Danny Cruz it's, I'd imagine it's probably frustrating for some players at times but for the head coach what a wonderful problem to have 
Yeah, and it's nice to hear that coach is embracing that challenge, right? Uh, it's not an easy thing to do uh, when you have a team and, and 18 players or 20 or 22 players that are fighting to get into the first 11, fighting to get into the team so that they can have an opportunity to come onto the field. It's something that has been the reason why Louisville City has had the success that they've had over the years is that any player coming on the field can make an impact. So it's, it's, it's great to hear Danny embracing that challenge and, and taking it head on. And, and he is a manager that will have those difficult conversations and embracing that challenge of having to pick a team every Saturday night. Again, it's an absolutely gorgeous night tonight at Lynn Family Stadium. Sunshine, hardly a cloud in the sky, 84 degrees right now it feels like summer and it should be a really really good crowd for the first midweek league game of the season we're expecting a a good number of louisville city fans to show up this evening we'll continue to get you prepared for it starting lineups and more coming your way after this break it's louisville city against fc tulsa tonight and you're listening to it here on espn louisville that was Danny Cruz talking about Tulsa, his opponents tonight. FC Tulsa coming in to Lynn Family Stadium this evening. They have struggled of late. A record of 1-4-6 and six in league play. That's good for just nine points. That is below the playoff line in the Eastern Conference, 10th place. They are under a new head coach, Blair Gavin, a 34-year-old out of Phoenix, Arizona. Spent the last couple of years as an assistant with the Columbus Crew in Major League Soccer. Has spent previous time as an assistant with Phoenix Rising at the USL level, also was their interim head coach for a brief spell in 2020. And he's found a rough go of it so far this season. Again, eight games without a win for Tulsa. Five of those eight games have resulted in ties. So they've been competitive to the point that Danny Cruz made in that sound just coming back from the break. They've been competitive during this eight-game winless run, but it is still eight games without a win dating back to March 25th. That was a 3 to nothing victory over Loudoun United, their only win of the season and their only clean sheet of the season. Um, but this is still a very dangerous team, George. This is a team with a lot of players. When you look at their resumes, look at their careers, they have Major League Soccer experience. Many of them have longtime USL experience. Um, they've got a head coach who's young and hungry, who has good experience himself, was a longtime player at the MLS level uh, for a, a number of teams. Uh, this is going to be a dangerous team to come in here on the road. Elijah Winder also spoke to the media this week, and he said, look, when a team's that low in the standings, they've got nothing to lose. Um, and that may well be the story tonight for Tulsa when they come in here against Louisville City. Yeah, that's a very good point. You know, they're trying new things. They've brought in new players. You know, I look and they have 17 new players this year, you know, plus a new coaching staff. So it's going to take time, you know, and, and that's natural in, in, in soccer. So, but don't sleep on them. You know, as you know, the players and the coach is giving, giving Tulsa their respect as they should. Uh, teams have, have come in. Uh, with poor records and, and got points and got results against good teams happens all the time. So, uh, you know, good that they're not, you know, just saying this is a walk in the park and they're going to go out and give it their all tonight. Just a few more minutes to go before kickoff. We'll take another time out. When we come back, we'll bring you the starting lineups for tonight's game. It's Louisville City against FC Tulsa here at Lynn. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by Breeze Airways. Louisville City taking on FC Tulsa this evening here at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown. We will begin with the lineup for Louisville City. Just two changes for them from their 3-1 win over Miami their last time out on May 13th. It's Oliver Zimla, the rookie out of Marshall in goal. Once again, the back four in front of him. Amadou Dia is the left back, the center back pairing Wes Sharpie and Sean Tosh. And then Manny Perez returns from injury. He's one of the two changes to the lineup. He slots in at right back this evening. In the midfield, three players there for Louisville City. Tyler Gibson, who came in at halftime of that win against Miami and really dictated play in the second half. 
He starts tonight, and he's joined in the midfield by Dylan Maris, who scored his first ever Louisville City goal last time, and Rasmus Tellefsen. And then the front three for Louisville City. It'll be Jorge Gonzalez on the left. The electric Brian Ombi on the right. He also scored last time out. And then Wilson Harris down the middle. And oh, to round out the scoring, I should have pointed out that Sean Tosh also scored in the most recent victory over Miami FC. Louisville City, of course, coached by Danny Cruz. He's in his third season at the helm here in Butchertown. And on the other side, four... FC Tulsa, Michael Nelson, who has come in in his first year with the club, the 28-year-old. He has won that starting job in goal. He starts once again tonight for the 11th time this season. The back four in front of him, it'll be Adam Armour on the left side. Jorge Corrales, the Cuban international, is one of the two center backs. Rashid Tetza as the other center back. And then Eric Bird down the right side. And Bird is the captain tonight for this team. In the midfield for Tulsa, Blair Ferry, I beg your pardon, Blaine Ferry starts in the midfield along with former Louisville City player Colin Fernandez, who played a few games with Lou City back in the inaugural season of 2015 on loan from Chicago. They are joined in the midfield by a Jamaican, Christopher Pearson. And then the front three for Tulsa tonight. It's Milo Yosef, Marcus Epps, and the aforementioned player that we talked to you about on the top of the broadcast, Philip Goodrum, who just joined the team on Monday in a trade for Rodrigo da Costa. He played against Tulsa just last week, so he ought to be very familiar with his new teammates. He starts and makes his FC Tulsa debut this evening. And again, their head coach, Blair Gavin, in his first season at the helm in Oklahoma. He has led them to just one victory so far this year. The referee tonight, Abu Injai. He will be in control of tonight's game. The two teams are making their way out of the locker room. The anticipation is building. The crowd filing into their seats here at Lynn Family Stadium on what is once again a, an absolutely beautiful night. When we come back from this final break, we will have kickoff in all of the first half action. Louisville City against FC Tulsa. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Actually, George, we're not going to take a break. We were just sitting quietly while the lineups were announced here to the public address uh, through the public address system. So anyway, we're uh, we're not going to take a break. We're going to start the game right now. Two teams are out on the field. Louisville City wearing their traditional all-purple uniforms with white numerals, letters, and trim, and the tri-Florida Lee crest over their hearts. They will move from right to left in the first half. It appears. We actually have to wait on the coin toss here. I'm all out of sorts right now. Uh, Tulsa, they're moving from what appears to be left to right in the first half. They're wearing all white. White shirts, white shorts, and white socks. 
And they will be defending the waterfront end goal with the large scoreboard and the standing room crowd to their backs. Got caught up, you know, taking it all in. That's Guys right. Guys getting ready. Right. Pictures being taken of the first 11. It's going to be a good night. Uh, it, the atmosphere has built, built up nicely. It's a gorgeous night. Uh, look, it's a weeknight game, so the crowd may not be the largest crowd of the season for a Wednesday night. But I was told before the game they're expecting a record weeknight crowd tonight. So uh, it'll, it'll be a great Wednesday night crowd. It's the first weeknight game in terms of league play this season. We did have a U.S. Open Cup game against Lexington uh, a while back. Um, and we will just keep it here, Zach, if you're listening to us back in the studio. We'll just keep it here through the first half. Um, two teams, and I was, again, ahead of myself. So Tulsa will defend the Estopinal end goal after the coin toss. So they will move from right to left in the first half, and Louisville City from left to right in the first half. For Louisville City, George, we talked about the positives of them being off. They've gotten a lot of guys healthy. Is there a possible negative? Could they be rusty coming out here? I mean, it's always a chance, right, when you've been off so many days. This is just their second game in the month of May. Yeah, I mean, there's such thing as game form. It's real, you know. Um, being out here, different visuals, you know, and you've been, been training for a long period of time without, you know, actual matches. But, uh, you know, it's all mental, you know, the mentality, the approach to the game, uh, how you approach it. And uh, usually in the past, we approach the game the right way at Lou City. So let's hope the boys come with it tonight. Referee looking down at his watch. It'll be FC Tulsa with the opening kickoff. And the new player, Philip Goodrum, scored 22 times last year for Memphis. In his first game with Tulsa here tonight, he has the opening kickoff. And we are underway. Again, Tulsa moving from right to left. It's at the top of the Louisville City box and quickly cleared away by Wes Sharpie for Lou City. And then settled down in the center circle for Memphis by Ferry. Uh, for Memphis. Philip Goodrum's got me all messed up. For Tulsa by Ferry, and Tulsa will have the opening moments of the game here to knock the ball around along their back line. Here's Jorge Corrales playing as the left center back tonight. He sends it forward down the middle towards Philip Goodrum. Knocked away by Wes Sharpie. Go ahead, George. Right away, direct into Goodrum. They know he's feisty. They know he'll fight for it, so it'd be interesting to see how Tulsa changes their style of play. And there's a loose touch from Tulsa's left back tonight. That's Adam Armour who gets the start as the left back, and it'll be out for a Louisville City throw. On the near side, the right, just in front of the Tulsa bench, and Manny Perez will be back to take this throw. Throws it past the midfield line towards Brian Omi down the near sideline, but it's picked up there by Ferry of Tulsa, and then Armour wins a throw for his team, playing it off of Omi past the near sideline once again. This throw will come just a few yards past the midfield stripe, and Armour will throw it backwards. Armour, a player at 20 years of age in his first year in Memphis, uh, in Tulsa. I'm going to have to catch myself there a bunch of times. He had an ACL injury last year, and he has spent some time with Charlotte FC in Major League Soccer, a very young player, but a very talented player, playing as the left back tonight for Tulsa this evening. Epps, the ball forward. Once again, looking for Goodrum. It's well read this time by Wes Sharpie once again. Woodrum with a late touch to look like he clipped Sharpie, and it's going to be a foul against him. And a fifth third free kick, our first of the night to Louisville City, just outside of the box on the near side, their right. He but once again, Goodrum's he, the target, George. He didn't waste any time, did he? It was something late there on Wes Sharpie. Let him know he's there. It's always good. You know, looking at the Louisville City team, you see a lot of players who can rotate and play different positions. Jorge Gonzalez in a wide position left. But then you also have, you know, Tellefson, who's played out wide tonight or in previous previous games. Sorry, excuse me. There's certainly a lot of versatility in this lineup. And that's, again, one of the benefits of having all of your options available if you're Danny Cruz. You can line guys up 
wherever you please, uh, really. You're not forced to play anybody in any particular spot. Here's a foul against Louisville City, or against Tulsa, uh, drawn by Louisville City. It'll be a fifth-third free kick for the boys in purple in the attacking half this time. About 10 or 15 yards outside of the Tulsa penalty area, just a few yards infield from the near sideline. Two players standing over this free kick for Lou City. It's Dylan Maris, a right-footed option, and Amadou Dia, a left-footed option. Looks like this might set up for Dia to swing a ball in towards that six-yard box. There are five players in purple, six players in purple to aim at in the penalty area right now. Yeah, Tulsa with all 11 behind the ball. It's going to be Maris on an outswinger. Here it comes towards the penalty spot, knocked down, and then Goodrum clears it away for Tulsa. His clearance will go all the way to midfield, but no one back except for Manny Perez for Louisville City to settle it down. He'll swing it across the field to the near side to Tyler Gibson, and Loose City's attack will continue. Now Maris on the near sideline, dribbling upfield to Tellefson. Now Ownby on the inside right. He dribbles forward. He's into the attacking half. A great sliding challenge there from Blaine Ferry to win the ball for Tulsa. Here's a ball through, looking for Goodrum once again, and Zimla off of his line for Louisville City about 10 yards out of the box to clear it away. But once again, number 10, the new number 10 for Tulsa. He has been the target all night long so far in the opening three and a half minutes, George. Good. Oliver recognizing good positioning off of his line, knowing that Goodrum's going to be running in behind the, the, the back four. It's back with Louisville City now. The inside right with the right center back, Sean Tosh, wearing the captain's armband tonight. He drops it off backward to Gibson, working toward the Louisville City penalty area under a little bit of pressure here from Christopher Pearson. Uh, tackle, former Jamaican Youth International. Go ahead, George. All right, tackles flying in early, you can see. Uh, Tulsa's really trying to get pressure to the ball, it seems. And they're pressing up a little bit. Right now, Louisville City with the ball in their penalty area. Zimla, the goalkeeper, has it. Sends it long in the air with his left foot towards the near sideline. Manny Perez bombing down the near side. He's got it. Got space to run. Here comes Perez into the attack in the middle of the field. Left side, Jorge Gonzalez, top of the box on his right foot. Might have a shot just to turn off the ball. Still with Gonzalez. Plays it wide right to Ownby. Ownby on the right edge of the box. Now further wide right to Tellefson. That pass might have been intended for Tellefson, but Ownby interceded. But the attack still continues for Louisville City. Gibson, now Sharpie coming forward. Sharpie 20 yards past midfield. Wide left to Amadou Dia just outside of the box. He's drifting backward here right now, though. Into the inside left with Maris. Maris turns on his right foot looking for an option. Plays it on the ground to the near side. That's where Sean Tosh has it on the inside right. Tosh dribbling well forward. Plays it wide right to Brian Ombi. A lot of numbers forward in this attack for Louisville City, but Tulsa also sitting back right now and letting Louisville City bring those numbers forward. Maris trying to back heel it toward a teammate, but no one on the end of that ball except for a Tulsa player. It's intercepted there by Milo Yosef, and Tulsa takes over. Yeah, Louisville City broke that press rather easy. It'll be interesting to see. Are they going to keep pressing Louisville, or are they going to sit in their block? The goalkeeper for Tulsa, Michael Nelson, played a diagonal to the near sideline towards Epps. Epps headed it in the air uh, to keep it in play, and then a foul goes against Louisville City on the inside right from their perspective as Goodrum goes down and draws the foul for Tulsa, and the referee here giving a warning to Sean Tosh of Louisville City to, who committed that foul. But once again, Philip Goodrum... He, he's just a, a pesky player. He's a player that can absolutely be a thorn in your side. He's always in your face, always chasing dump balls down on the back line. But he's also the first to draw fouls, just like we saw there. Yeah, first to draw them, first to give them as well. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, probably worthy of a conversation from the referee to Tosh there. Louisville City wins the ball from the ensuing free kick for Tulsa, and it's Lou City with possession all along their back line here. 
Again, Louisville City defensively this season. They've been excellent aside from their two losses to El Paso and Sacramento as the whistle goes for a foul in the midfield against Tulsa here. It'll give a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City as Amadou Dia goes down. It'll be about eight yards shy of midfield in the defensive half for Louisville. But Lou City has conceded 11 goals this season. Eight of them were in those two games to Sacramento and El Paso. And since then, they've really, really cleaned things up defensively over the last month or so, George. Yeah, I really don't have a choice if you want to be at the top of the table. And, you know, conceding that many goals in two games was very uncharacteristic, I'd say, of this group. Uh, So it's good to see that they've corrected some things and starting to play with some more confidence. Again, can, sorry. No, uh, go ahead, George. Yeah, the, the, just the foul, right? Another free kick. You know, ball's being played, and they're leaving something on it, making sure that Louisville City knows they're coming. Fifth third free kick for Louisville City. They're knocking the ball around the center circle right now, trying to get some rhythm. It's intercepted by Marcus Epps of Tulsa. Great battle between him and Tyler Gibson. But the foul here goes against Gibson for pulling on the shirt of Epps. It'll be a free kick to Tulsa on their side of midfield, on the inside left from their perspective. Again, Tulsa moving from right to left in the first half. I was mistaken if you were with us early on. Louisville City moving from left to right. Here's Tulsa after the free kick. A long ball forward toward Goodrum, headed away by West Sharpie towards Jorge Gonzalez, and now Lou City has possession. Gonzalez swings it around to Sean Tosh along the back line, and Tosh forward on the ground to Tellefson. Lou City moving forward. Tellefson on the inside right, into the attack. On the ground forward to Ownby, back to Tellefson. Making a run forward ahead of them was Perez. Instead, it's Maris. Now Manny Perez in the box on the right side. His shot blocked on its way through, and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side the right. It was Rashid Teto who made that block for Tulsa, and he is down injured inside the Tulsa box right now. But just some good combination play there, George, working up towards that chance for Manny Perez. Yeah, good play. You got players playing in between lines, good balls around the corner for Maris. Uh, And then you got Manny, who's always willing to get forward, and he's going to keep doing that all night, I'm sure. It's great to see Manny Perez back healthy for Louisville City. He took an injury against Memphis back on April 29th. That was a 1-1 tie for Louisville City on the road. He missed the most recent game against Miami. Oscar Jimenez filled in ably for him as a right back on that day. But now back healthy, back in the lineup, Manny Perez. And a player with his long strides, able to get forward very easily. But something Danny Cruz told me in the preseason that he's looking for from Manny Perez this year, a little more production when he does get into that final third. He's, so, he's such a great option combining with Brian Obi down the right side as uh, Tetsa, the player for Tulsa, remains down injured. But he's just not got that final ball. He has not had an assist or hasn't been able to rack up the assists like you'd like to see a right back do. And that's something that uh, Danny Cruz said he wants to see from Manny Perez this year is a little more, little more production, more assists. Yeah, you know, if, if, Manny, if Manny can clean that part of his game up, uh, there's, no, there's no telling where he can, he can end up. So uh, we know how he impacts the game every time he comes onto the field. Uh, but if he can deliver the final ball like we know he's capable, uh, that can that can really change his trajectory. Played nine minutes in this game before a really strong weeknight crowd at Lynn Family Stadium. You'd be mistaken, uh, or you'd not be mistaken to think this is like a weekend crowd on a Wednesday night. It is a fabulous crowd uh, on a beautiful evening here in Butchertown. Tetsa, the player for Tulsa, has been helped off the field, and we're back underway. 0-0 our score. Louisville City in possession. The center circle with Sharpie. Inside left in the attacking half is Maris. Back into the center circle with West Sharpie. Again, filling in. You could say filling in for Josh Winder away on international duty, but Sharpie just as much of a starter as Winder has been over the last year or so. 
Still with Loose City with Ta- Sean Tosh in the attacking half on the right side. He plays a long diagonal, switches fields to Jorge Gonzalez. A great ball. Gonzalez brings it down, tries to clip it up over the defender, still battling for the ball. It'll come to Maris, left side of the box, in the box, and finally touched away off of his feet by a Tulsa player. And Tulsa will come forward again directly. A long ball forward to Goodrum. He gets his header, or gets his head to the ball anyway. Still battling for possession. Gibson had a touch. Goodrum trying to retrieve it. He's tripped up. No foul called. He wanted one. No foul was given. And here comes Loose City. Ball down the far sideline. Wilson Harris with space. Dribbling in towards the penalty area. Harris in the box now. Still with it. On his right foot. Now on his left foot. Takes a shot. It's blocked on its way through and cleared off the six-yard box line. It'll go past the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Louisville City on the far side. Their left in their attacking final third. Yeah, I mean, good good piece of play there, right? Uh, long ball into Goodrum. He's staying high. He's not really defending much unless he's pressing. So you can see Tulsa's already starting to, to put and implement Philip Goodrum's strengths into their tactic. Yeah, they've certainly uh, utilized that brand-new player. Again, Goodrum just joining the team on Monday via trade. He was swapped for Rodrigo da Costa between Memphis and Tulsa, this team, uh, earlier this week. Another Tulsa player injured. So we'll have another break-in play as the training staff for Tulsa comes onto the field once again. The athletic trainer for them, Christina West. So she'll have to come on to tend to another player. Can't quite get my eyes on who it is. But it'll be another pause in play. A game just really hasn't quite found its rhythm yet, found its flow to this point. But Louisville City has had a couple of decent opportunities. I think that one for Wilson Harris, uh, the best one so far. But enough players back for Tulsa just to get in the way of that shot. Yeah, it was a good piece of play. I mean... Wilson Harris getting to the end line, that's what you want, right? Players crashing the box just wasn't the, the final ball. So far in this game, again, in the very early stages, uh, Louisville City has had the better of it. We're 11 minutes and 40 seconds into this game. And Lou City looking to kind of move forward into another phase of the season. It feels like it's almost a new chapter the way this season has gone. They were so busy the first two months. Traveling out to California a couple of times on the road for numerous games. They played 10 games in the first two months of the season. But now in May, we are on May 24th, and this is just now their second game of the year. So they've had a lot of time to reboot, and it feels like they are ready to go on a little run here in the summertime. As the weather gets warm, the crowds are going to start coming out to Lynn Family Stadium. It just feels like they're ready to, to go on a little tear. Yeah, you said it's like a new season, kind of almost, when you hit the summer. Uh, elements change. You know, I was going to mention it's a little hotter day than it's been uh, in the past here in Louisville. So you can you can start to see how that's going to affect the players. And, and it's the time to thrive, right? If you want to win the league, you have to get points in the summer. And Louisville City still very much in the thick of that race. They are tied for second place in the Eastern Conference, but they do have a couple of games in hand on everybody around them. We'll get to that thought and more on that later. Here comes a throw-in from Amadou Diaz. Play resumes. It's into the box. Knocked down by Tulsa. Back out from Harris to Dia. Here's his cross towards the penalty spot. Tellison a header and just couldn't get it on target. Was always falling away from the ball there, Rasmus Tellison, uh, and just couldn't get much power on that header, and it was well wide in the end. It's behind for a goal kick here to FC Tulsa. Yeah, like you said, you know, ball's a little bit behind them. Very difficult to turn that on goal when you're when you're falling away from it. Of course, Rasmus Tellison, the new signee this season out of Denmark. This is his 10th appearance for Louisville City and the ninth start in his first year for them. His 112th appearance as a professional. 
in this, his seventh season as a pro, but his first in the U.S. Here's a turnover for Lou City. It's Dylan Maris, and he lets fly from 20 yards. Good was strike. it deflected? It was not. It'll be a goal kick. It was well wide, that shot. It's going to be a goal kick here to Tulsa, but the press there for Louisville City. Tulsa trying to play out of the back, and Louisville City turning them over in their final third, and they got a shot through Dylan Maris. Yeah, Tulsa, be careful playing out of the back here. That's uh, what Louisville City is good at, the press and turning it into chances. Dylan Maris, another of the new signees this year for Louisville City. Came over from El Paso where he scored 10 times last year. And he scored last week the first goal of his Louisville City career. I say last week, last game for Louisville City against Miami. Uh, He scored the opening goal. This time the goal kick sent long. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right near midfield. Manny Perez takes it, throws it down the near sideline, a header back his direction. Goodrum with a header, battling with Tosh. Tosh just clears it past Goodrum out for a Tulsa throw this time on the near side. The Tulsa left in the Louisville City defensive half for the first time in about four or five minutes, maybe even longer. Tulsa able to get forward. Armour, the left back, takes it, plays it backward towards Corrales, the left center back. And now Tete, the right center back, as Tulsa plays along their back line in their defensive half. To the right side to Eric Bird. He plays it long forward. Looking for the run there, I believe, of Yosef, but it's not particularly on target. Rolls all the way to the feet of Oliver Zimla, the Louisville City rookie goalkeeper who starts once again tonight. Zimla making his seventh start in his seventh seventh appearance this season, and he has already had four clean sheets and conceded just twice to this point in the year for the rookie out of Marshall. Here comes Louisville City in the center circle. Jorge Gonzalez trying to play it through towards Brian Ownby. But that pass, about 20 yards too far in front of Ombi, it rolls to the other side, the other end of the field, to the old other goalkeeper, Michael Nelson. I mentioned Nelson when I was announcing the starting lineups. A new player for Tulsa this year. It's his fifth year as a pro. Lucidia City, a turnover here. Tellison a shot, and there's a save from Nelson. So the newcomer who has won this starting job, making his presence felt there. The goalkeeper, Nelson, with a terrific save. Rasmus Tellison on on-target shot, and Nelson diving to his right, had to parry it aside. Once again, George, the press turning Tulsa over. Yeah, I like the, the decision from Tellison to go with the inside of the foot there. Uh, kept it low. Really good save from the goalkeeper, Nelson. It's a Wi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City from the far side. The loose City left. It'll be an end swinger off the right foot of Dylan Maris. Energy rising at Lynn Family Stadium in anticipation of this corner. Here it comes off the right foot of Maris. High into the air towards the back post. A crowd of players is down in the six-yard box loose. Popped up into the air. Still loose in the area. It'll come to Gibson. He just turns, swings it toward goal. A flicked on header from Harris. And Nelson makes the stop. Scrambling to his right. Didn't dive for it. Was able to catch it comfortably. Just Wilson Harris trying to do anything he could to get any kind of power on that header. His back was to goal. And he was able, he was able to get it on target. Yeah, good service from Maris. You know, it looked like the Tulsa player actually headed it back down in front of the box. Oh. Wilson Harris going down here. Lucidi fans want a foul. No foul called. It would have been a penalty if it were. And Corrales clears it away for Tulsa. Once again, though, Lucidi's pressure is just causing all kinds of trouble for, for Tulsa. Here they win the ball again, Lucidi. Amadou Diaz sliding in. Here's Gonzalez streaming forward down the left side in the attack. Cuts it in the middle on his right foot. Plays it to the back post. Tellefson headed away by Corrales. It'll come into the middle of the field to Colin Fernandez for Tulsa. And Tulsa just trying to breathe a little bit right now. Every time they have the ball, Loose City wins it quickly and gets into the attack quickly. They're getting a little bit stretched, it seems. You know, Tulsa's having a hard time coming out of their uh, their final third, or sorry, their defensive third. Played 17 minutes in this game. 0-0 still our score, but Loose City with 60% of possession. Just past the opening quarter of an hour here at Lynn Family Stadium. It's still with Tulsa. They finally been able to knock the ball around a little bit. 
Hurd on the right side plays it forward to Yosef. Back into the middle here. And along the back line, Corrales, the left center back. They've not been able to get the ball out of their half for a moment now. It's Armour, the left back, defended by Ownby. Now Corrales, Harris coming forward for pressure for Louisville City. Back to Armour. Ownby there with him. Armour just trying to play it down the near sideline for Colin Fernandez. And it's out for a throw to Louisville City on the near side. The Lou City right in their defensive half, about eight yards uh, shy of the midfield stripe. And Manny Perez will take it. You know, when you when you start to win the ball and, and you're pressing and it's going well, it builds confidence, and you can see that from Louisville City. And on the other side, right, Tulsa's giving the ball away, having a hard time coming out. That leads to mistakes. So hopefully Louisville City can capitalize on this momentum they've been able to build. Lucidian possessions. Gonzalez inside left. Tried to play it through to Amadou Dia, who made that attacking run down the left side. It's intercepted there by Tulsa. They play it forward to Goodrum. He holds it up well. Drops it off backward to Fernandez. And now wide left to Armour. Ownby nearly intercepted it. Armour with another touch forward. Armour goes long down the middle looking for Goodrum once again. But it's easily won by West Sharpie. He touches it forward to Gibson. Here comes Lucidia again. Ball forward from Gibson. Ownby wide open. Acres of space. Here he comes. Dribbling infield. Top of the box on his right foot. Plays it on the ground toward the back post where Gonzalez was making the run and it's blocked and knocked away by Tulsa. Armour coming forward towards Epps. Epps trying to get the ball forward. Here's Goodrum in midfield with a touch over his shoulder. Sharpie a header. Headed back his way by Fernandez. Goodrum a touch. Wide left now Epps. Here comes Tulsa forward. Epps defended by Perez into the attacking half for Tulsa. Louisville's defensive half. Epps swings it into the middle of the field. That's where Ferry had a touch. Just kept it alive. Sliding in to keep the ball with his team. It's now wide right with Milo Yosef. And now back along the back line with Tete, the right center back. Now Fernandez and now Corrales as Tulsa finally settles down. Lucidi coming forward with pressure again. Those fresh legs, you can just tell this is a rested team as Harris forced a long ball from Tulsa and no one on the end of it in white for the visitors. It's behind and a comfortable goal kick here won by Louisville City and Oliver Zimla. Yeah, teammates won't be happy with that one. You finally get a hold of possession, uh, then you try to play direct and it goes out for a goal kick. Now Tulsa has to defend again. Just the game has played right into the hands of Louisville City so far. And, and I was just saying it, George, they look like a rested team. They are full of energy, running all over the field, buzzing all around. Every time Tulsa has the ball, there's a Louisville City player nearby to defend. And then when Louisville City wins the ball, they're quickly streaming forward into the attack. Yeah, I mean, you see how confident they are as well, uh, moving the ball, finding space in between lines. Uh, and as long as the press is, is good, you could see that continue to build. Louisville fans wanted a foul as Dylan Maris went down, but no foul called. And the ball leaks out of play now past the far sideline on the right. It'll be a throw to Tulsa in their defensive half, probably 15 or 20 yards. Actually, now a foul has gone. So the referee, excuse me, did blow his whistle. So a free kick to Tulsa here. And they play it backward along their back line with Corrales. Again, the Cuban international with lengthy MLS experience on his resume. Now playing with Tulsa. Forward to Epps. Now Armour on the near sideline. The left back getting forward. Back to Epps, the number seven for Tulsa as a left winger dropping back a little deeper into the midfield right now. Corrales and now Tetza, the right center back, under pressure from Harris. They swing it from left to right. It's now on the far sideline with Milo Yosef. Plays it forward to Bird, who's playing on the inside right right now. Bird trying to play it back to Yosef toward the end line. Can he get there? He cannot. It's behind, past that end line, and once again another goal kick here to Louisville City. Yeah, not full press like they have been in the past, but really good shape. Making it hard to play in between. Ends up forcing a goal kick. Playing under the lights right now as the sun begins to set. 
on this Wednesday evening. And again, a phenomenal Wednesday night crowd for Louisville City has shown up here. I would ra- imagine we are close to 10,000, if not more, this evening. We'll see what the number is here in the second half. Lou City playing the ball forward. Harris a header back to Gonzalez. Gonzalez plays it from left to right, high into the air to Ownby. Armor up for the header, battling with Ownby. It'll fall to Gibson in the center circle. He plays it in the air to the near sideline toward Manny Perez and just overhits the pass. It's past Perez and out of play. A throw back to Tulsa on the near side, their left. Just been, it's been great from Louisville City so far, and it's been energetic from Louisville City so far, but maybe it's just lacked that little final touch, that final clarity, that final uh, decisiveness in terms of that last ball, that last thing that might just unlock this Tulsa defense. Yeah, they have to keep, keep creating chances and stay disciplined defensively. Uh, looking at the players, like we talked about, one goal can change the whole momentum of the game. So as much as we want to continue to try to create chances and find that final pass, uh, got to stay disciplined defensively. Blue City had the ball, but they turn it over here. Christopher Pearson comes up with a turnover, wearing number 88 in the midfield for Tulsa. Again, a Jamaican youth international in one of his early days as a professional. Here's a foul in the center circle, and our first booking of the night goes against Tulsa and Colin Fernandez, the former Louisville City player from back in the inaugural inaugural year of 2015. He has shown a world of beer yellow card here, and it'll be a fifth, third free kick to Louisville City in the center circle, about five or six yards past the midfield stripe. So this will come in the attacking half by just a couple of yards for Lou City. Some would question if there was an advantage opportunity there, so it's good to see the referee book them. Uh, making it worthy of bringing the ball back. You think a yellow card there for sure? I don't. Oh, on the foul? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is late. You know, they've been doing it all game. We're now halfway through the first half. It's time to, to make a statement. 23 minutes gone by, a 0-0 score here in Butchertown. But Louisville City has been the better of the two teams thus far. They've been knocking on the door. It's on the right side now after that fifth-third free kick. Put it back on underway. Perez trying to thread it through to Ownby. Intercepted there by Corrales. He clears it away for a Louisville throw on the near side, the right in the attacking half. It's in from Perez to Harris. Back to Tellefson. Moving it from right to left in the middle now is Tyler Gibson dribbling towards his left. Forward on the ground to Gonzalez. Back to Gibson. He turns, plays it backward to Sharpie. About five or six yards past the midfield stripe. Across the center circle on the ground. Now Sean Tosh. Tosh coming forward on the inside right. On the ground wide right. Manny Perez drifting backward. Perez now cuts it in field. Long strides. He dribbles towards the center. Now leaves it there for Maris. He turns to the left. Plays it on the ground to the left to Tyler Gibson. Playing near that far sideline. Back to Maris in the middle. Back to Sharpie. Just patience right now from Louisville City with numbers back for Tulsa right now. They are playing two blocks of four. Maybe a block of five in front of a block of four right now. And Goodrum, really the only player playing forward right now for Tulsa. He's going to play on the last line. You know, he's only worried about the center backs waiting for Tulsa to win it so he can transition the other way. So Louisville City will have to be patient as they remain right now with Dylan Maris in the center circle. Plays it left to West Sharpie. Now a little pressure from Yosef. Back to Maris. Yosef giving chase to Maris. He comes forward and Yosef trips up Dylan Maris. And it's another foul against Tulsa. A fifth third free kick in almost the same spot where they had it a moment ago. Back in play quickly. It's Perez on the right side. Tellefson inside right. Trying to play it through to Ombi. Those two just not quite on the same page. It was just in front of Ombi as he tried to cut it backward. Ombi did on his run. And a roll all the way to the goalkeeper Nelson for Tulsa. And that will end that opportunity for Louisville City. I think his first touch surprised him a little bit. He thought he had to reach for it, and he had more time than, than he realized. Nelson sends it long under some pressure from Tellefson toward midfield. The header there from Amadou Dia, but he is called for a foul as Yosef was sent down to the ground for Tulsa. It'll be a free kick for the visitors here, and they put it back in play quickly. 
Working the ball out of the back here. We've had six shots in this game, all of them for Louisville City. Two of those shots have been on target. But still nothing to show for it on the scoreboard for the boys in purple. It's Armour, the left back. He's working backwards to Corrales, just outside of the box for Tulsa defensively. He sends it long over the middle towards Goodrum, and another winner, another one-header by Wes Sharpie there. Sharpie has been up to the task so far tonight of defending Philip Goodrum, and Tulsa has just continued to try and attack Sharpie, just playing the ball directly to Goodrum at every opportunity. It's Tellefson now for Louisville City near midfield, dribbling into the middle. Switches fields now from right to left. Wide right is Amadou Dia, about 15 yards past midfield. Backward to the aforementioned Sharpie. He's unmarked. Plenty of time and space to dribble forward. Does so. Plays it on the ground now. Looking for, I think, Gonzalez there, but it's easily intercepted by Tulsa. Teta plays it forward under pressure, and it's won back by Louisville City. Once again, that press forcing a turnover for Louisville City. Important that they keep moving the ball, right? Tulsa's patient, sitting in their block. So for, for Tosh, for Sharpie, uh, even Tyler in there. you got to move the ball quickly, shift them side to side until the space opens up. Manny Perez with it for Louisville. Now Tosh, the right center back at the midfield stripe. Dribbles forward under pressure from Goodrum. Wide right is Gibson. Down the near sideline, Ombi on the inline. Here's his cross, high into the air, towards the back post. Over everyone's head. Dia will keep it in play for Louisville. Heads it back to Gonzalez, right side of the box. Backward inside left, uh, left side of the box rather. Here's Maris, clips it in behind. Tellison is there, Tellison's header over the bar. He may have been offside. He was completely unmarked. The flag ultimately stayed down, and it's a goal kick here to Tulsa. Tellison was unmarked, just could not keep his header down under the crossbar. Very clever ball from Dylan Mares there. You know, everybody thinks he's going to shoot from that distance, and he did a nice little dink real close to a beautiful goal. Yeah, Maris just cut the ball into the middle of the field and then just clipped it over the top right down the middle. And Tellison made that run, just couldn't keep his header on target. He had all the time in the world, was completely unmarked. Here comes Tulsa forward. They had it in the middle there with Ferry in the attacking half. He tried to play it through towards Goodrum once again, but that ball too far in front of Goodrum, and it'll roll into the arms of Oliver Zimla, who read it well, the Louisville City goalkeeper, and Louisville takes over in possession once again. 27 and a half minutes gone by, and Louisville City controlling the game so far, controlling the chances so far, but they've not been able to convert one just yet. It's on the left side with Dia in the defensive half. Inside left with Gibson as Lou City comes forward after that brief possession, very brief possession for FC Tulsa. Gibson center circle. Right of the center circle is Tellefson. Back to Gibson. Turns, plays it left to Sharpie. Under pressure from Yosef on his right foot. Sharpie plays a long diagonal to the near sideline towards Manny Perez. Perez up for a header. Tried to keep it in play. Now wins the ball back. Manny Perez, great effort to win the ball. Here's Perez. Through to Jorge Gonzalez. A chance and a goal. Jorge Gonzalez strikes for Louisville City. And there's the opening goal for the boys in purple. They have thoroughly deserved the lead. And now they have it. Credit to Manny Perez for his effort, and he played the ball through for the assist to Jorge Gonzalez, who was completely unmarked, and coolly, calmly, and collectedly put the ball past Nelson, the goalkeeper, with his right foot, and Louisville City on the board. 28 and a half minutes gone by. Jorge Gonzalez's goal for Louisville City gives them a one to nothing lead over FC Tulsa here at Lynn Family Stadium. Interesting how that works, right? You have the ball for the probably the last five minutes or so, real difficult, and the goal comes from a giveaway. You know, talking about the, the chances that were created from the press, 
bad giveaway from the Tulsa defender, and Manny Perez is there to take it, serve a beautiful ball, good first touch, and like you said, just a cool, calm, collected finish from Jorge Gonzalez. First goal of the season for Jorge Gonzalez, his seventh for Louisville City after joining them just a couple of years ago, his third season with the boys in purple and his seventh goal in purple. That goal, as all Louisville City goals are, presented by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. And Louisville City now has that lead, which the stats really said that they deserved, and certainly the run of play also said that they deserved. And now with that under their belt, maybe they can just go on and run away with this game against a Tulsa team that's really struggling. A Louisville City team that's well-rested, playing confidently right now at home before a humongous Wednesday night crowd. And from the opening, or from the kickoff after that goal, Louisville City has won the ball in quick succession. It's Manny Perez once again in the middle of the field, playing like a, a midfielder right now. Drops it off backward to Dia. Now into the center circle once again is Maris. And now wide right to Sean Tosh. We've played 30 minutes here. And it's one to nothing to Louisville City. Tosh along diagonal, looking for the goal scorer, Gonzalez. Headed away by Bird for Tulsa, and that'll be out for a throw to Louisville on the far side, the Louisville left. Yeah, you don't want to get comfortable if you're Louisville City and just be okay with keeping possession. Uh, you want to put more away. You don't want this to become a game. You don't want one moment to change the outcome of this game. Maris wide left to Gonzalez, just outside of the box. Here's his cross towards the six-yard box, headed or cleared away rather by Corrales of Tulsa. And it's back past the far sideline. Another throw to Louisville City on the far side. There left once again. Amadou Dia will take it. But the way this game is going right now, George, you, you sort of alluded to it. But Louisville City needs to capitalize and score a couple more goals before halftime to really cement this advantage. Because if they let Tulsa just linger around in this game, and if it stays a one-goal game, Tulsa may be able to steal something late to, to get a point on the road. So they've got to take advantage of the momentum when they have it. That's so true. You must take, take advantage. I'm sure the coaching staff, and it looks like the players are already pushing to get the second goal, uh, and that can change the whole feeling going into halftime. It's out for a Tulsa throw now on the far side, the right in their defensive half. The right back, Eric Bird, takes it down the far sideline, headed back towards him. He couldn't control it with his head, though. It falls to Harris. Here's Wilson Harris across towards the six-yard box towards Brian Ombi, but Nelson off of his line to catch it just in front of Brian Ombi. Intercepted it almost like a cornerback in football and then throws it out to jumpstart the attack here for Tulsa. They're trying to work quickly to counter to try and get something into this game. They've not really had any kind of attack so far tonight. It's Colin Fernandez on the inside left in the defensive half. Backward to Tete, the right center back. He's not under pressure, has time and space. Standing over the ball right now, looking for an option. Plays it to his center back mate, Corrales. Now wide left to Fernandez, playing in a left back's position, the midfielder. Forward to Epps. Epps holding the ball up against Gibson. Goes down. It's a foul against Tyler Gibson. And a free kick here to Tulsa. Just past midfield, a few yards in from the near sideline, just in front of their bench and their head coach, Blair Gavin. They take that free kick quickly. And it's all along the back line once again with Tete. Wide right to Eric Bird. Under pressure from Gonzalez. Bird tried to play it down that far sideline toward Goodrum, but it's blocked by Gonzalez. It's out for a Tulsa throw. Louisville City looks very difficult to break down, uh, blocking passing lanes, uh, being selective on when they choose to go and press the ball. And when they do go, they're going as a group. So got to maintain this and and capitalize on those moments where they can win possession and go straight to goal. Yeah, we heard Danny Cruz in the open talking about that he had a long time to scout this game, as you would expect, given that they've had such a long layoff, 11 days since their last game. So I would imagine he's had plenty of time to formulate this game plan to take on Tulsa tonight, and so far it's working to perfection. Yeah, you know, the coaching staff puts a lot of time into looking at the opponent, uh, what they're good at, where they can be beat, uh, but also 
you know, how they can, you know, take advantage of where they're poor. And, you know, it seems like tonight they got it spot on. But again, you know, it's still only 30 minutes in. Uh, you know, I've seen, seen games where you, you feel like you're in all the control. One moment kind of changes that, and then it's like, what happened? So foul there against Louisville City in our first booking for a Lou City player. It's a World of Beer yellow card to Wes Sharpie. So Sharpie books for Lou City. And it's a free kick here to Tulsa. Fernandez with it after the free kick. Forward to Epps on the inside left. Plays a long diagonal to Bird, who's moved forward. The right back, just to the right of the box. Opportunity to cross. Here it is, and it's blocked by Amadou Dia. It will go behind, though, for a corner kick to Tulsa here from the far side, their right. Just a rare opportunity for them to get forward, and they're able to win a win a corner, George. Yeah, I mean, good ball from Epps, but he's the winger, right? And he's playing Diags, you know, 40, 50 yards from goal. So, uh, you know, not a bad play, and they've got a corner kick out of it. But you'd like to see players like that higher up the field going to be Milo Yosef to take this corner from the far side of the right. An outswinger off his right foot. Here it comes. Driven in towards the penalty spot. Headed away by a Louisville City player. And then the second header from Tyler Gibson will clear it further upfield where it's pulled in by Fernandez. He dribbles forward on the ground looking for a run of Epps. But Epps said, play the ball to my feet. Don't play it forward. And it rolls past the inline. It'll be a goal kick here for Louisville City. And if you're Tulsa, George, the rare opportunities like that one when you had the ball in the attacking half, you had the ball in a promising position, you can't afford to waste passes like that. No, not when you know your chances are going to be limited as well. Um, so a little misunderstanding, it seems. We just talked about how Epps keeps coming back to receive the ball, and he did the same thing there. Uh, you know, it's probably a good reason why Goodrum is going to be, you know, a difference maker in this team because he's willing to run in behind the back four, and uh, that, that chance just didn't happen. City still with the possession advantage. 35 minutes into this game, a one to nothing score in favor of Louisville City. Jorge Gonzalez, the scorer. He heads it forward here to Ombi. Ombi's in behind. Ombi in the penalty area, chance for two, and a save from Nelson. A great one at that. It's still with Louisville City. Wide left is Gonzalez dribbling into the box. Outside of his foot, tried to cross it back into the mixer, and it's cleared behind. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner here to Louisville City. And Nelson there making a terrific save. Michael Nelson against Brian Obi, who just tried to lift it over Nelson, tried to chip the goalkeeper a little bit there, and Nelson just able to get a piece of the ball. Yeah, Brian's going to want that one back. You know, it's great from the guys. They made a chance out of nothing, right? A bouncing ball, second balls, and they're able to spring Brian in behind. He's definitely going to want that back. Second Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City. This one from the far side, the left. It'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Maris into the six-yard box. It's Gonzalez. He had the touch. And it's out for a goal kick. Gonzalez just could not get it on target. He's trying to say that it was touched by a Tulsa player and should be another corner. But the referee has given a a goal kick here to Tulsa. But Gonzalez looked like he beat his mark. He got open on that back post. Just couldn't find the ball and couldn't direct anything on frame. Yeah, Gonzalez is coming alive. He's leaving his mark on the game. Uh, It's good to see. Jorge Gonzalez, the guy that battled injury early in this year, as so many Louisville City players did. Again, the story in this game that everyone for Louisville City is available tonight for the first time all year. Everyone except for Josh Winder, who's on international duty with the USU-20 men's national team at the, at the World Cup in Argentina. By the way, he started in the opening game of group play for the U.S. earlier this week against Ecuador. Played all 90 minutes and got a yellow card for his for his work as well. Overhead kick there from Amadou Dia. Gets some oohs and ahs from the crowd, but he just tried to send it forward toward Wilson Harris. The crowd loves a bicycle kick, no matter where on the field it is. That's right. 
And it'll go to Tulsa now. It's Nelson, the goalkeeper, under pressure from Harris. Harris nearly got there. Nelson had to send it long down the right channel towards Goodrum. Goodrum keeps it alive. Touches it down with his hip. Now dribbles past Tosh. Here's Goodrum. The first time we've had an opportunity to really talk about him going forward. He crosses it in the middle. Here's Colin Fernandez. A chance to shoot, and it's saved by Zimla. Just a low-driven shot on the ground on the left foot of Colin Fernandez. He had time to pick out his spot. Just couldn't make clean contact. Sort of scuffed it, it looked like, and it was ultimately a comfortable save for Zimla. Hit right at him. Yeah, credit to Tellefson for tracking back and almost getting and breaking that up. Made it difficult, which ends up getting smothered by Oliver. And for Tulsa, again, everything working through Goodrum. That time he was able to hold it up, able to keep the ball, and that's how they got that chance was because Goodrum's hard work and ultimately results in that shot for Fernandez. Yeah, he knows what he's good at. It's out for a throw to Tulsa here. Got about seven minutes plus stoppage time in the first half. Lucidi in front one to nothing. Goodrum in the center circle trying to play a wide left to Armour. Pass was a little off target. Armour dropping back to keep it in play and keep the possession alive. Fernandez now back to Corrales. And now right to Tete, the right center back. They're just outside of the Tulsa box right now, working out of their defensive half. Long diagonal from Tete towards Epps, headed by Manny Perez. And then one on the second opportunity by Sean Tosh. Chests it forward to Tellefson. Here comes Lou City. Own be wide right. Dribbles in field. Across the center circle on the ground to Amadou Dia, who has space. Dia dribbling forward. Into the middle to Gonzalez. Touches it back to Sharpie. And Lou City will play with possession right now patiently once again. That's been the theme so far today. A diagonal there from Gonzalez who had dropped back deep looking for Tellefson wide right. Couldn't connect on the pass and Armour will watch it roll past the inline. It'll be out for a goal kick here to FC Tulsa. Can't fault the effort. You know the diag has been on for Louisville City. Uh, every time they've played that ball it's kind of created some chances but this, t- this time in the first half you know not much time left trying to end the half that's where you just move it around keep it make Tulsa work for it and limit their chances six minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half one to nothing the score in favor of Louisville City you're listening to us here quarter past eight on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app Epps with a challenge against Manny Perez who got forward for Louisville City and Epps did well for Tulsa to keep it alive plays it into Corrales who sends it long just to clear it out of their end but easily won on the end of that long ball by West Sharpie for Louisville City and here comes Louisville again like a right winger right now. Manny Perez with his back to goal against Armour, holding it up well, trying to keep it alive. He lunges out for the ball, and he's fouled from behind. That was by Ferry for Tulsa. It'll be a fifth-third free kick after that foul by Ferry, and this fifth-third free kick will come on the inside right, just about 10 or 12 yards past the midfield line here for Louisville City. They may just have an opportunity, though, George, to send it toward the box if they want to line something up here. What, what, What do you think about this position for the free kick? Uh, for me, I wouldn't put the ball into the box. You know, seeing that, you know, Tulsa's dropped back into their shape, there's plenty of space to keep the ball and, and make, make Tulsa work. Just like I mentioned earlier, uh, 40th minute is a good time to move the ball around. Uh, see if you can get another goal by making Tulsa tired. Tosh, who wears the captain's armband tonight, he scored in two straight games. He has this free kick, and he'll just play it on the ground forward to Tellefson, and Lou City will knock it around to make Tulsa work, as you said, George. Gibson wide right to Ombi, outside of the box on the near sideline. Now backward to Perez, further backward to Sean Tosh, and Louisville City will try and switch fields. Tosh into the center circle to Sharpie, but instead he turns back to Tosh, and they'll work it down the right side again. Tosh picks up his head a long diagonal, high into the air to the far sideline to Dia, a good ball. Dia plays it back to Maris on the inside left. Four and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half. It's Sharpie back to Maris, and now Sharpie about five yards past midfield. 
Sharpie dribbles past Goodrum in the center circle in the attacking half. Drops it off backwards to Tellefson. Back on the ground, wide left to Dylan Maris. Dia making a run in front of Maris. Instead, he checks it back into the middle to Jorge Gonzalez, who dropped deep. Now Gibson, and now Sean Tosh. The Wolf will just very patiently knocking the ball around right now, waiting for an opening in this FC Tulsa defense. Again, they're sitting back with everybody but Philip Goodrum pretty much behind the ball right now. Tosh, a long ball into the penalty area. Can Harris get there? A 50-50 ball between him and the goalkeeper, and Nelson is able to get there first. Harris bounced off the back of Nelson. He tried to plead to the referee that it should have been a foul. No foul called. And Tulsa comes forward with possession. Ferry in the middle turns it over, but it's a foul. And an unfortunate call for Louisville City. They were going to be in there as the press nearly won a turnover once again, but a foul there against, I believe, Dylan Maris of Louisville City gives a free kick to Tulsa. Yeah, good piece of play there from Louisville City. Almost got Wilson in behind. Uh, You know he's going to challenge everything that's played in and around the goal. Yeah, he really is such a workhorse as that number nine for Louisville City. Leads the line so well. Just runs at every opportunity. Just works so very hard. The work rate for him is what is most outstanding, I think, about how he plays. I would have to agree. It's it's why he fits in so well. He's willing to do the work on the defensive side, uh, which ultimately leads to a lot of his chances. And then He's goal hungry. You want every striker, you know, hunting the ball in the box. Chance for Louisville City was blocked. It was a shot from Gonzalez, then a collision between Gonzalez and I believe Corrales, and it's a foul against Jorge Gonzalez of Louisville City. That chance started on the right side. Brian Obi hit a high cross in toward the six-yard box. It was knocked down, fell to Gonzalez. His little half chance was blocked, and then the foul on the collision will give a free kick here to Tulsa. With two and a half minutes to go in the first half plus stoppage time, before a phenomenal Wednesday night crowd at Lynn Family Stadium. They've not had a ton to cheer for. It hasn't been the most exciting game the way it's played out. But Louisville City has been the dominant team, and they have been the authority on this game, and they have a one nothing lead to show for it, courtesy of Jorge Gonzalez scoring for the first time this season. That uh, free kick sent long by Nelson. Maybe a chance for Louisville City going forward. They sent it long towards Harris. Nelson off of his line out of his penalty area to clear it away like a sweeper keeper. And now Tulsa with possession along their left side with Armour back to Corrales and now Armour. But Louisville City pressing forward trying to win a turnover in the attacking half once again. Maris sticks out a leg. Tellison up there again with Ferry back to Corrales. He just has to clear it forward with his right foot and it's a good clearance. It'll find uh, a teammate there. That was Armour. Then a long diagonal looking for the run of Yosef is intercepted by Louisville City and it's out for a Tulsa throw on the far side. They're right near midfield. They get it in quickly to Ferry and now they'll work some possession. It's Yosef. Actually, that's Pearson dropping back. Now Ferry to the back line to Corrales. Just Tulsa looks out of ideas whenever they do have the ball. They've not had much really to go to show going forward so far in the game they've gotten one shot that was from colin fernandez it was on target but it was not particularly threatening it was from outside the box as well indeed it was yeah from about 22 23 yards fernandez went down no foul called and louisville city comes away with the ball and maybe an opportunity here for a final attack going forward we've got a minute to go plus stoppage time in the first half and loose city would love to grab a goal right now and really cement their advantage uh, that has been in this first half. Submitted on the scoreboard I mean. Tosh to Sharpie. They're in the defensive half here. Back to Zimla, the goalkeeper for Loose City. At the top of his box, just to the right of the D. Sends it forward down the inside right channel. It's intercepted there by Epps for Tulsa, but his touch was heavy and it's out for a Louisville throw on the near side the right. Zimla probably had space to play, but I like his decision. No risk. Put the ball up the field. Let's get out of this half with the lead. 
It's going to be a throw to Louisville on the near side, the right, just in front of the Tulsa bench. Manny Perez infield to Tellefson. Back to Perez. Inside left, Gibson. Louisville working backward here as Tosh drifts towards the inline of his defensive half. Just right of the penalty area. Now touches it forward and sends it long forward down that inside right channel. Harris and Obi making runs. It's one in the air by Corrales. And we have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Referee has added a minimum of four minutes to this first half. So four minutes to play. Lucidi in front, one to nothing. And they'll look to continue and keep the lead and maybe add to it before going into the locker room. Tulsa, though, looking to answer back. Epps with it on the wide left. For Tulsa in the attacking half, backward to the left back, Armour, hounded by Tellefson. He plays it backward to Corrales at midfield. Corrales along diagonal in the air to the far side and over the head of Yosef. It'll bounce into the first row of the stands on the far side here at Lynn Family Stadium. And it's a throw to Louisville on the far side there left. In their defensive half, about halfway between the box and the midfield stripe, it'll be a throw to Amadou Dia. Four minutes seems, seems like a long time. It does, doesn't it? First I thought the same thing. You never know, you know. The, the second half, we may get a minute. Throw down the far sideline, and Gonzalez able to turn his defender into the middle to Ombi, and it's just too far out in front of Ombi. Nelson able to dive forward to grab the ball. Had that ball had a little more curl on it towards Ombi, he would have had the opportunity. He was in behind once again. He's had a couple of chances. Ombi was denied by a save from Nelson. Here's another turnover, though, to Louisville City. Gonzalez, Tellefson, now Harris. They're in the attacking half. Harris tried to turn, didn't realize that a defender armor was there. Ran right into trouble, and Tulsa comes away with the ball. No foul called, though Harris was pleading for one. Here is a foul, though, against Tellefson of Louisville City. It's a free quick taken quickly by Tulsa. Down the middle to Epps. Maybe a chance for Tulsa. Epps has the shot, and it's wide. Did Zimla make a save? He did, I believe. No, it's going to be a goal kick. So Zimla didn't make a touch, and Epps just put it wide. But there was the opportunity for Tulsa. Quickly taken free kick, played right down the middle. And Epps was in behind, had the chance, just couldn't put it on target. We talked about one moment, one pass, one foul. Uh, turns into a great chance for Epps. Surprised he didn't put that one into the back of the net. And then it changes the entire tone of halftime, the halftime talk, and, and how the second half is approached. And just that little second where Louisville City switched off ever so slightly while they had that free kick, and Tulsa was immediate to it, sent it immediately down the middle, and that's such a talented player, uh, a veteran player at this stage, 28 years of age and his seventh year as a pro. He's played nearly 180 games as a pro, and a talented goal scorer. He had the chance. After the goal kick for Louisville City, it's a battle for possession near the center circle. Goodrum trying to hold it up, goes down and draws a foul against Tyler Gibson to some boos from the crowd here at Lynn Family Stadium and also some protests from Gibson, but that's the game of Philip Goodrum. He's going to go down anytime you touch his ankle. <laughs> and that's what he did there, and he draws a foul. Yeah, this is going into the box. The limited chances they've been able to create. Now you have a set piece where you have an opportunity to put the ball in a dangerous area. Memphis, Tulsa, excuse me, Tulsa is, is, is going to try to take advantage of this. Yeah, Philip Goodrum, man, he just messes with your head. I've been saying Memphis all day, too. It's uh, a free kick here for Tulsa, about 10, 12 yards past midfield in the middle of the field. They're just past the center circle. They've got five players lingering at the edge of the area. They'll probably put this in the box, as you suggested, George. And instead, they roll it forward to Yosef. Maybe he's going to take a shot from 30 yards. No, he plays it wide left to Fernandez. A well-worked set piece here to the back post, headed away by Louisville City. It'll fall to Epps for Tulsa. The attack's still on for the visitors. Ombi, though, sticks out a leg nicely and clears the ball away off of Epps. Just stuck his leg right through the legs of Epps to clear it away and end that threat 
Tulsa tried to work a little set-piece routine off the training ground, and it nearly came off. They got it wide left to Fernandez, and he put a decent ball in. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing. It, it, it worked as if it was trained, uh, but it looked kind of spur of the moment. Still with Tulsa here. Again in stoppage time, one to nothing. our score in favor of Louisville City in the first half. It's Corrales, the left center back at midfield. Plays it forward to Goodrum in the box. Chests it down. Goodrum defended by Sharpie. Tries to back heel it towards Fernandez. Intercepted by Gibson of Louisville. Forward to Gonzalez. And the referee blows his whistle. And that'll end the first half. A first half that just about all of it went Louisville City's way. And they find a goal through Jorge Gonzalez. His first of the season to give them a lead. It was assisted by Manny Perez. That came in the 29th minute. And that goal is good for a halftime advantage for Louisville City. As we head to the locker room, it's Louisville City 1, FC Tulsa nothing here at Lynn Family Stadium. Don't go anywhere, though. The Breeze Airways halftime report is on its way after this break. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ES. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium where it is halftime. This halftime report is presented by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop that's the breezeway. Our score at the half, Louisville City 1, FC Tulsa nothing. The goal scorer for Lou City, Jorge Gonzalez in the 29th minute on an assist by Manny Perez. For Gonzalez, it was his first goal of the season. And for Manny Perez, his first assist of the season. I'm Jeff Milby, former Lou City star George Davis IV is alongside. And if the score holds up, George, I can remind Louisville City fans that when Louisville City wins, they win. Blue City has partnered with Wendy's to give you a free small frosty if the boys in purple win. No purchase necessary. The offer is valid the day after a win. Head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem. So again, if this score holds and Louisville City is able to go on and be victorious tonight, you can head to Wendy's tomorrow and get yourself a free frosty. Georgia, first half that... Louisville City was dominant. It wasn't the most exciting first half. There were long stretches of just possession where Louisville City was trying to feel out Tulsa as they sat back defensively. But considering this is their second game in, in a month, their first game in 11 days, Louisville City is five games unbeaten, and Tulsa hasn't won since March. I think that first half played out pretty much the way we expected with Louisville City, with the majority of the ball, with all of the chances, and with the goal to take the lead. Yeah, you could tell they once the game settled in, they definitely you know took the game uh, run of play and and prove why they're up at the top of the table. It was hard for Tulsa, uh, especially as they were trying to build out. Louisville City was able to create a lot of chances from their press, which is ultimately how they end up getting the goal. Uh, so as you saw, the the, sec- the first half kind of come to a close. You know, Louisville City chose the right moments to put their foot on it and, and move the ball and tire Tulsa out. So uh, a, a depleted team in Tulsa with the way they've been getting results. Uh, but as we saw towards the end of the second half, one moment can change everything. And, and the one real chance that Tulsa created wasn't from a, a brilliant piece of play. It was really just from being switched on. So uh, we talked about dis- de- defensively being disciplined. Uh, and even when you have so much of the ball, you got to stay tuned in. In terms of statistics at halftime, Louisville City with 11 shots as compared to just two for Tulsa. 
Four shots were on target for Louisville City, just one for Tulsa. That was the shot that we mentioned from Colin Fernandez that came from about 22 yards. Really was not a very threatening chance, a comfortable save for Oliver Zimla. In terms of possession, very even at the end of the first half, 50-50 between Tulsa and Louisville City. Corner kicks, two for Louisville City, just one for Tulsa. And then in terms of fouls, we had 16 total fouls, 10 called against Lou City, six called against FC Tulsa, and we did have two bookings as well, one either way. Colin Fernandez was shown a World of Beer yellow card in the 23rd minute for Tulsa. And on the other side for Louisville City, Wes Sharpie shown a World of Beer yellow card in the 33rd minute. Again, Jorge Gonzalez's goal is the difference at the half. It's Louisville City 1, FC Tulsa nothing. When we come back on this Breeze Airways halftime report, we'll talk to George Davis about what he's doing uh, right now with Louisville City, with the Louisville City Racing Louisville Foundation and some events that are going on uh, with that foundation. So we'll chat about that when we return. Again, the halftime score, one to nothing in favor of Louisville City over Tulsa. You're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium at halftime. Louisville City in front, one to nothing over FC Tulsa before an excellent crowd here on a Wednesday night in Butchertown. And we're hoping for an excellent crowd also on Saturday. You have another opportunity to come out and catch some soccer. Racing Louisville on a three-game winning streak for the first time in their history. They've won their last three games. They are at home coming up on Saturday night against the North Carolina Courage. That game kicks off at 8 o'clock. It's a T-shirt giveaway. And tickets are very affordable. Hoping for a great, great crowd on Saturday night. Again, Racing Louisville against the North Carolina Courage. Go to RacingLouFC.com slash tickets or the phone number 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y, 502-Lou-City. Racing Louisville, three straight wins for them. They are very close to the playoff line, a team that is finding themselves right now in the NWSL, a young team that is growing and learning and gelling with each other as the season continues, coming off of a couple of wins over Kansas City and a win over Chicago most recently. So that's your next opportunity to see some soccer here at Lynn Family Stadium. We will have a broadcast of a Louisville City game that night, though, at 7 o'clock. Coverage beginning at 645 as Lou City heads up I-65 to take on the Indy 11 in that annual rivalry between the Indiana and the Kentucky clubs. 6.45, our coverage begins here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. George Davis IV is with us for this broadcast tonight, as he has been a couple of times this year and will continue to be a few times this season. Uh, And, George, since your retirement as a player, you've stayed involved with the Louisville City Racing Louisville organization, uh, leading that foundation. So what's going on with the foundation right now? Let the listeners know uh, what events you have going on. And obviously uh, the soccer ball is a big thing coming up later on in the year. So what's going on with the Lucid Racing Foundation right now? Yeah, you know, Lucid City Racing Foundation, uh, where do I start? It's been uh, now a whole year that we've been up and running and, and active in the community. And, and really what, what we're trying to do is provide access, provide resources to young uh, boys and girls that want to play the game. Um, anybody, no matter where you live, no matter what your financial situation is, um, we're there to break down that barrier and make sure you have a, a safe place to play. Uh, and, and I always say the most important and, and the most rewarding part for me uh, is that it's so much bigger than the sport, right? Um, what we really want to do is for the amount of kids that we engage with, um, we know that a very, very, very few of them are going to go on to play professional soccer um, or even, you know, get a college scholarship to play at a high level. Uh, but what we can do for every single one of those kids is give them uh, a value system, give them a, a mentor, give them confidence, uh, give them something uh, that they can believe in and, and how to have respect and, and how to earn respect and, 
and be upstanding people ultimately in the community and, and that's what we strive to do so soccer is our platform uh, you know that's what we use to to engage with the kids and we use sports and teamwork uh, and all the values that come with humility and, and how to lose and how to win uh, those are the tools that we use to, to teach and, and create value in, in young boys and girls lives and you know, we do that through programs. We do that through clinics. Uh, we're providing scholarships to, to young players that want to play in our academy and other, other places. And, and, and ultimately finding equipment. How can we, you know, just be a, a philanthropic arm of the club. Since my time, you know, the reason we have all of this and, and the stadium and the training facility and the women's team and the men's team and the academy is because the community has supported it. Um, you know, the, the community has been there, and none of this would exist without the support of the community. So uh, in my eyes, it's our duty to, to give back. It's our duty to show the community that uh, we're, we're not selfish. We're actually selfless, and we want to serve and, and help people um, to enjoy the success that we also have. Like you said, sports so often for young people is, is a way to teach life, right? And that's that sounds like a lot of what the work you're doing with the Racing Louisville, Louisville City Foundation. Uh, more information on that available for you at lucity.com slash foundation. You can donate to the foundation there. Uh, and also, louisvillesoccerfoundation.org is the other website. Go ahead, George. Yeah, tell us so, about it. Uh, you know, we've been working um, with, with uh, putting together our... You know, our platform, our social media, our website. So our website is, is probably a week from being launched, and that's going to be louisvillesoccerfoundation.org. Uh, and you'll be able to find all the information. You'll be able to donate, uh, learn about our programs, and learn about all the cool things we're doing in the community. Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, the second half. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. The second half just underway. You missed the opening minute. We missed. I'll, I'll take the blame. I missed the opening minute of the second half of this game. Uh, there's a foul here against Louisville City's Dylan Maris. He was a little bit shaken up on the play, but has risen back to his feet. No changes for either team at halftime. And Louisville City again with that one to nothing lead, courtesy of Jorge Gonzalez. The goal coming in the 29th minute. Uh, for the boys in purple, assisted by Manny Perez. First goal of the season for Gonzalez and first assist of the season for Perez. So a couple of firsts on that goal-scoring opportunity. We're back underway. Tulsa with possession. We will switch ends in the second half. Tulsa moving from left to right. They are defending the waterfront end goal and attacking the Estopinal end goal. And Louisville City will defend the Estopinal end goal. Long ball forward from Tulsa towards Philip Goodrum. He goes up for a header with Sean Tosh. Goes down, wants a foul. He's holding the back of his head. No foul called, but his team remains in possession. It's Pearson with it on the right side. Swings it into the middle towards Fernandez. Touch forward to Goodrum. Back to his feet. Goodrum takes a shot from distance. It's off the crossbar and high into the air and into the Estopinal end stands. About 12 rows up. Goodrum laid on the ground for a minute calling for the foul, hoping for the foul, finally got back to his feet, and as soon as he did, the ball found him, and he took aim from about 20 yards, hit it with his right foot on a line. Zimla clearly knew where his crossbar was because he didn't much go for that ball, and it ricocheted off the top of the crossbar and behind to goal kick to Louisville City. Yeah, we'll go with that. He, he knew exactly uh, rather than he was beat. But, Give him uh, the credit, right? Yeah, good strike from, uh, from yeah, as you know. So. Yeah, really hit it with a lot of pace and power, and that was another good opportunity there for Tulsa. They've not had that many chances in this game, but just in a moment where they're able to work some connections, work some triangles in that defensive half for Louisville City, and Goodrum with the chance. Louisville City with the ball after the ball restarted from the goal kick. Zimla wide left of the penalty area to 
Uh, West Sharpie, he sends it long down the middle. It's deflected by a Tulsa player. Tullison giving chase, but Corrales the first to it for Tulsa. And here comes Tulsa forward again. Colin Fernandez, his pass though blocked. Now Louisville City may be a chance to counter. Brian Ombi with time and space, streaming forward, running forward at full flow into the attack. He's got an overlap from Manny Perez, plays it out to him. Here's his cross towards the six-yard box. Gonzalez wasted his chance, put it wide. It was on his left foot at the back post. He had the goal at his mercy and just couldn't put it on target. There was a glorious chance for Louisville City right there, and Jorge Gonzalez with the opportunity to score for the second time tonight just couldn't tap it into the back of the net, and it's out for a goal kick. You start with just a willingness for Manny Perez to get up the field to join the attack, and then we talked about his final ball and how that could be a difference maker. Well, he got that one right. That was just difficult for Jorge. I don't know that he he, meant, he knew that it was going to get across. It looked like he was surprised by it a little bit. What a ball. Yeah, the way the ball was, it was on the ground, through the six-yard box. It could have taken a deflection from any number of people. There were a couple of players making that near post run, uh, one for Louisville City and then a defender there as well. And it, to your point, Georgia, maybe just surprised Jorge a little bit. Here's a foul against Louisville City. Gives a free kick to Tulsa in their attacking half. But a very, in the opening four minutes of the second half, it's been a much more progressive look from Tulsa. They are trying to play with the ball a little bit more. Long ball towards Goodrum, cleared away by Sean Tosh, acrobatically and athletically. And it had to be athletic because he was fouled in the end. Goodrum with a little hip check that sent Tosh flying as he cleared the ball away. And it's a foul against Goodrum. And a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City just to the right of their penalty area, just outside of the box. Yeah, Tosh did well to earn that one. But it seems like in these opening five minutes or so, that Tulsa's been a little bit more positive going forward, I think, in terms of their mentality. They're not just sitting back the way they did in the first half. Yeah, but, you know, in the, the beginning of the first half, I, I felt the same kind of little yeah. bit. You know, they came out, they were playing direct, and, and, and that's probably a big message for Tulsa. You know, come out strong, come out flying if you can. The fifth-third free kick is sent forward by Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. It's just a battle for possession. Two player, or two teams, rather, exchanging balls back and forth. The fall to Lou City. Here's the ball through to Ombi. He's in behind. The flag goes up. Flag up against Brian Ombi. The ball goes into the back of the net off of the foot of, uh, of Dylan Maris, rather. But it will not count. The flag was up immediately against Brian Ombi. And the offside call goes against Louisville City. Here's a free kick to Tulsa inside their penalty area. Decide to play short there. That's surprising. Real yeah. close from Brian. Thought he timed his, his run well. Just think the timing of the ball coming out of the air caused him to be offsides. And as you point out, Tulsa did go short. They're able to win a throw on the far side there left near midfield. Actually, a foul looks like it did. It was a foul against Louisville City. So a free kick on that far sideline near midfield. They play it backward to Corrales. And now Tetza, the right center back. Right to the fullback, the right fullback, Eric Bird. He plays it forward, defended by Gonzalez. Gonzalez, a touch, it goes out of play. It'll be a throw to Tulsa on the near side, the right near midfield. They take the throw quickly, just heave it into the middle from Bird. No one on the end of it in white for Tulsa. It's won by Sean Tosh. Plays it forward to Wilson Harris. Harris holding the ball up against Tetza. No foul called as he goes down. Ball forward for Epps for Tulsa. Couldn't get a touch, and it'll roll into the hands of Oliver Zimla once again. Just Epps making a run right down the middle. No one picked him up. And if he'd gotten a touch on the ball, he would have had an opportunity to score there. Instead, it rolled into the hands of Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. Yeah, good ball there. You know, you could see they're trying to catch him in transition. The game's been open to start the second half. A bit more than I expected from either team. And a turnover here forced by Tulsa. Bird on the right side tried to put a cross into the box. Just got under it a little bit, and it falls under the roof of Oliver Zimla's net. And a goal kick here to Louisville City. But the opening six and now seven minutes of this second half, Tulsa's had the chances. They had one go off the crossbar from Goodrum. 
Had a chance for Epps a moment ago, and then Bird, that opportunity to cross into the box. So Tulsa, whatever the halftime message was from Blair Gavin, their head coach, they've come out with a little bit more purpose here in the second half, and they've had the better run of play so far. But Louisville City still with plenty of talent on the field, just need to find that rhythm they had in the first half. Goal kick sent long by Zimla. Battle for possession near midfield. Falls to Maris for Louisville City. And the boys in purple will take over on the ball. Wide left to Dia on the near sideline. Dia in the middle wide or inside left rather is Maris. He's drifting backward under pressure there from Ferry, the midfielder for Tulsa. Forces Maris to send it long and Harris just couldn't turn his defender there to chase the ball and roll all the way to Nelson, the goalkeeper who is playing out of his box right now. I really like the composure there for Mares. You know, he didn't force it back. He didn't force a, a bad decision. He was just patient until the space opened up and almost completed a real nice ball. Battle for possession in the attacking half for Louisville City. Tellefson looked like he just tried to, thought about playing the ball. Instead, we'll let it roll out past the near sideline. A throw to Louisville. It'll be Dia, the left back, to take it. Infield to Jorge Gonzalez, working toward the box now. Wide left is Harris. Backward on the near sideline, Dia dribbles infield. Plays it on the ground, wide right to Manny Perez near midfield. Perez touches it forward. Now back into the center circle is Sean Tosh. Tosh across the center circle on the ground. Inside left is Tyler Gibson. Wide left now, Jorge Gonzalez forward. Dribbling in against his defender. Gonzalez back to Dia. Inside left, dribbling infield. Dia now cuts it forward on the ground to Harris. Harris turns on his right foot, has a shot from distance, blocked by Teta. It'll fall wide right to Ownby. Ownby puts in a cross towards Harris. Harris dives for the ball, reaches out with his left foot, couldn't get it, and it's behind a goal kick to Tulsa there. A great ball from Brian Ownby once again, just a searching ball in behind, and Harris nearly got a touch. In fact, they're going to say that it's a corner kick to Louisville City. Ball took a deflection on its way through. So a Wi-Fi corner from the near side to the left. That's what I thought. What a great touch by the center back. I believe that was Tete. So Tete with that late intervention to deny Louisville City a goal-scoring opportunity, but Louisville City does have this Wi-Fi corner. They're first of the second half from the near side, their left. It'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Maris. Here it comes, driven in towards the six-yard box, punched away by the goalkeeper, Nelson. His punch will come toward the near sideline. Epps is there, trying to keep it alive for Tulsa, and in fact, Epps watches the ball go past the near sideline. A throw to Tulsa. Some Louisville City players protesting their cause there, saying that Epps took a touch, but the referee didn't call it that way. And it's a throw to Tulsa on the near side. They're right in the defensive half. What do you think of that corner kick? Good ball. Dangerous uh, dangerous positioning. Uh, done well to get it out. That's where you want you want to keep them in, keep them pinned in. You know, not let Epps out there 2v1. Now they're going the other way. Yeah, here they are with Epps on the left side now in the attacking half, dribbling in towards the box. A sliding challenge from Ownby will slow him up just a moment. Pearson, another sliding challenge from Ownby, and it's a throw to Louisville. Great effort and intensity from Brian Ownby. Just hustle there. Two sliding challenges against two different Tulsa players, and he's ultimately able to win a throw for his team. Just great effort from Brian Ownby. Yeah, typically when you see that from Ownby, he's fired up, so something fired him up. Maybe because he played a great ball and it didn't turn into a goal, but always love to see that from your wingers when they're willing to come back and do the work. Feels like he deserved an assist maybe there. (laughs) Knowing Brian definitely had some words. (laughs) Here comes Tulsa, though. They've had some decent opportunities in the second half. Ball deflected off of a foot of a Tulsa player. Battle for possession in the center circle. Harris goes down, and a foul against Tulsa will give a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Tulsa will now drop their numbers back behind the ball. Louisville City, though, takes the free kick quickly. Maris 
Wide left to Diaz. Coming forward. Diaz outside of the box. Into the penalty area on his left foot. Towards the penalty spot. Cleared away by Tetza. It'll be a throw to Louisville on the near side of the left in the attacking final third. I like Diaz's first touch there to get himself in front of the defender. Uh, just won that final ball again. Blue City... 11 minutes into the second half, still with that one to nothing lead. Gonzalez the goal in the first half. But they're starting to find their chances in the second half after the opening five minutes or so favored Tulsa. It looks like they're going to set up for a long throw here from Dia on the near side, the left. They'll have about a 10-yard run. Here it is, high into the air towards Gonzalez, headed away by a Tulsa player, a second header from a Tulsa player. It'll fall to Sharpie who came forward to keep the ball with Louisville. Wide left to Dia. Dia defended here by Pearson. Tries to roll it past him, but Pearson stood tall and got a touch to it. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side of the left. I think he was looking for a Meg there. Yeah. He wasn't having that. Throw goes into Harris. Back to Gonzalez. Ball pinging around the box. Cleared away by Corrales of Tulsa. Header from Tosh near midfield. Back forward for Louisville City. No one on the end of it, though, but Bird for Tulsa. Heads it down to Pearson, but he couldn't control it. And he plays it out. It's a throw to Louisville on the near side of the left. Taken quickly by Dia into Harris. Left side of the box. Dribbling in towards the six-yard box. Cuts it back to Tellefson. Late intervention from Fernandez who tracked back to clear to, to intercept it. And then it's played forward by Tulsa out of danger. Here comes Joseph forward. He plays it through to Epps who has the pace to get past Manny Perez. With the ball just curling back. Made him check back his run. Perez trying to hold the ball up in play against Epps. A physical battle between those two on the far sideline. And Epps called for a foul as Perez goes down. A fifth-third free kick to Louisville. Just seems like Epps has been that outlet in this second half particularly. And, well, we saw an opportunity in the first half. But he's got so much speed, they can just play the ball through him. And if he can beat somebody one-on-one and get past him, he'll have some chances. Yeah, it just so happens he's running against the the fastest guy in the league, right? But you said he can run with them. Epps has, has clear pace. Uh, that's why in the first half, you know, him coming back to the ball, he must have had the message at halftime to run in behind, do what you're good at. Ball back to Tulsa. We played 13 minutes in the second half. Long ball over the top from Tulsa looking for Goodrum, but it will bounce uh, one just one bounce into the arms, the hands rather, of Oliver Zimla, who read that ball the whole way. He rolls it forward to Sharpie, and here comes Sh- Sharpie forward on the charge into the attacking half. About 15 yards past midfield. Now checks it back into the center circle with Ownby. Ownby turning to the right, drops it off backward to Tosh. Wide right now is Manny Perez. Infield to Ownby on the inside right in the attacking half. Ownby there defended by Colin Fernandez. Wide right to Manny Perez once again. Dribbles infield. Still Perez. Runs forward. Tried to play it through with his left foot to Gonzalez. who made a run down the middle. Intercepted there by Tulsa. And then a foul goes against Tillefson of Louisville. As Fernandez goes down for Tulsa. It'll be a free kick here to the visitors. On the inside left near midfield by about 10 or 12 yards. And that'll pause play for a moment. Gives us the opportunity nearing the hour mark to give you our first substitution of the night. And it is Elijah Winder to come into the game for Louisville City. He will replace Dylan Maris in the midfield for the boys in purple. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Elijah Winder, he talked about it this week when he spoke to reporters. The last year for him was about just getting his confidence and his fitness back after that devastating injury he took in a youth tournament with the Louisville City Academy. But now this year, they're leaning on him a little bit more. He's been called into to bigger and bigger roles and more and more action, and he's got 30 minutes to play here tonight to come in and make a difference off the bench. Yeah, you can see he's starting to become a regular in the 18, and he's coming on and, and creating and giving good minutes. You know, he was able to get a, a solid 
uh, 90, I believe, against FC Cincinnati, and, and that has to build confidence for a young player. You talk about what he went through as, you know, coming into his first pro season. Uh, had to be tough, but he showed character, and you see his personality coming through day by day, so happy for Elijah and what he can accomplish. And, of course, came through with one of the biggest moments for Louisville City last season when he scored against Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Final to lift them to that USL Championship Final last year. Diagonal from Tulsa. Epps keeps it in by the corner flag. They're in the attacking end here, Tulsa, trying to come up with a tying goal. They're down one to nothing with 30 minutes to play. Louisville City with the lead as they've had it for the last half an hour of play on the field. In the center circle now is Tetzev for Tulsa. An opportunity for them to play in the attacking half. Forward to Yosef. First time ball wide right to Bird. Bird cuts it back to Fernandez. Now back to Bird, just to the right of the box. Here's his cross, and it's driven right at the goalkeeper, Zimla, who read it the entire way and caught it in the six-yard box. Yeah, again, Oliver off his line, good spot, clean up anything, nothing dangerous. But going back to Elijah Winder, he's also in a unique position that his younger brother is off representing the U.S. in the World Cup. And he talked about that this week as well, said that he was with his parents, as you might expect, watching that game with family when the U.S. took on Ecuador earlier this week when Josh got the start. Said that uh, he leapt off the couch with joy when... Jogo scored the winning goal in stoppage time. Another former Louisville City player, Jonathan Gomez, on that USU 20 World Cup team. That, that was a really phenomenal goal. Hit it on the volley with his left foot. Phenomenal. Oh, odd to see, you know, Jogo playing on the, the right-hand side, but it ends up being the reason uh, he scores it coming inside on him. What a strike. It's pretty cool, to, you know, the winders and, and Gomez while he was here, uh, to see that relationship, you know, become what it is and to see both of them on the field representing the country. Uh, I know Elijah and the family, everybody's proud. A couple of substitutions here for Tulsa in the 62nd minute. Justin Malou, a 24-year-old from Senegal, will come in, as does Rushi, a 28-year-old from Spain. Two defenders coming into the game. Corrales and, I believe, maybe Yosef giving way? No, that's Tete. Actually, I'm not sure who that is on the far side. We'll get that confirmed in a moment. But those two substitutions, Rushi and Malou, brought to you by Fortna for Tulsa coming into the game here in the 62nd minute. Now the 63rd minute, Louisville in front one to nothing. Here comes Tulsa forward. They've got it in the middle here with Armour, the left back, plays it wide left to Epps. Now along the back line is Teta. Plays it to the one of the substitutes, Malou, playing as the right center back right now. Now to the near side, Yosef sliding challenge from Amadou Dia. And it is going to be a throw to FC Tulsa. And Yosef is shaken up. He's trying to say that was a foul as Dia slid in. And Yosef rolling around on the ground holding his shin right now. So we'll have a pause in play as he talks to the referee. Good tackle from Dia there. 60 minutes gone. Letting you know I'm there. Not going to turn easy. Not going to give you anything easy. And I can confirm now for certain that the player, the other, the second player that came off for Tulsa, Christopher Pearson, number 88, the midfielder. So he comes off, and those two defenders come on. So a little bit of change in formation right now for Tulsa. And we'll try and describe it to you as the game goes on here. They've got the ball along their back line right now after the restart of play. It's with the left center back, Rushi, that just came into the game. Now wide left, forward to Epps, tried to cut it into the middle to Eric Bird, who's playing well forward now. He was the right back to start the game. He's now playing almost as like an attacking midfielder. So that looks like maybe that's the change in formation. And Yosef playing maybe as a right wing back, a right back right now. 
for Tulsa. Foul goes against Tulsa. It's a free kick to Louisville City. They get the ball back in play quickly. But given away by Manny Perez to Rushi. And now maybe a chance for Tulsa to come forward. Bird to Fernandez. They're into the attacking half. Louisville City with numbers behind the ball, though. Fernandez, wide left to Epps. Now back into the middle of the field to Ferry. Ferry under pressure from Harris. Plays it wide left to Epps once again. Louisville City with numbers behind. They recovered quickly after that turnover. Yeah, it looks like Tulsa's now in like a 4-3-3 with one holding midfielder. So it looks like they pushed to have two attacking midfielders, hopefully to try to get more numbers forward. And again, it does look like number 48, Eric Bird. He was the right back to start the game. He's playing as one of those attacking midfielders now. So a change in formation, also a change in role for him significantly. Turnover from Louisville City. They win the ball back. Tellefson wide right to Ombi. Here they come forward. Ombi just keeps the ball in play on the far sideline in the attack. Gives it up to Gibson. Now back to Ombi. A sliding challenge from Bird, the player we were just talking about for Tulsa. Sends it out for a throw to Louisville on the far side, the right, with 25 minutes plus stoppage time to go in this game. It's very much favored Louisville the entire way, though we've had a couple of good chances for Tulsa, notably a shot from Goodrum from 22 yards or so that went off the crossbar. Here comes the throw in from the far side towards Wilson Harris. Back to Manny Perez, who took the throw. Battle over there. Perez wins the ball. Gets out of the crowd with it. Into the middle to Gibson. Now Sharpie in the center circle. Left of the center circle is Amadou Diaz. Still in the attacking half. Middle of the field is Gonzalez. Backward inside left. Sharpie forward to Gibson in the attacking half. Tried to play it wide left to Dia. Intercepted there by Tulsa. Here comes Fernandez for them. Plays it through to Epps. Well read by Sean Tosh, who just picks the ball up in the center circle. Tulsa wanted a handball. No handball given. Maybe a chance for Lucity coming forward. Here's Ombi. Outside of the box. Dribbling in. Ombi cuts it onto his left foot. Ombi drops it off to Harris. Touch back to Ombi. Ombi can't control it. Cleared away by Tulsa. Tosh will keep it alive, though, for Louisville City coming forward as a defender to get a touch of the ball. Tellefson to Perez. Here comes a cross towards Ownby. Tete clears it behind. It'll be a goal kick, they say. Say Ownby had the last touch. The assistant referee on the far side. I thought he pointed to the... He did. It is a goal kick. Everybody thinks it's a corner. It looked like it was a corner from up here. I thought so, too. And now the center referee has pointed to the corner to give the Wi-Fi corner to Louisville City. So much to my confusion. It is ultimately a Wi-Fi corner to the boys in purple. They'll take it from the far side, the right. Tellefson will take it. An outswinger off of his right foot. We'll have a pause in play as Tyler Gibson appears to be nursing a little bit of an injury. He's down stretching out his right leg. So Stuart Wright, the trainer, will come on for Louisville City to check on Tyler Gibson. Brief story about Stu. He got his citizenship last week as an American citizen. Congratulations to him. The native of just outside of Newcastle in England. He's been in the United States for several years now and has been with Louisville City for several years now. And earned his American citizenship just about a week ago. Gibson back to his feet, walking off with a little bit of a limp, maybe a cramp, but it will be an opportunity for Louisville City to make some changes here. They've got three players up off the bench. Paolo Del Piccolo, Matiti Mushagalusa, and Oscar Jimenez set to come in for Lose City before they can take this Vi-Fi corner kick. They're standing ready by the fourth official, but I do think we're going to get the corner kick before we get these subs. Perhaps. No, it's going to be the subs first. Manny Perez and Jorge Gonzalez jogging off the field now, along with Tyler Gibson. So those are going to be your switches when they finally get the, the number board together. Looks like they're giving the fourth official a hard time right now. Yeah, he didn't even get the number board up. He's trying to get his papers organized, and the players are coming on the field regardless. 
So it's Del Piccolo, Jimenez, and Mushigalusa on. Gonzalez, Manny Perez, and Tyler Gibson off. All three of those substitutions coming in the 68th minute for Blue City. Brought to you by Fortna. And a big injection of fresh legs right now for the boys in purple, George. Yeah, nice to see some players that are typically in the team, right? Mushigalusa, yep. dangerous, very unpredictable. Oscar Jimenez is at a good run of games. Great performance for Manny. It's great to see him on the field. Here's the Wi-Fi corner in towards Toshi. Heads it down into the ground, and the goalkeeper, Nelson, makes the save on the bounce. Quickly up with it as Nelson punts it into the attack towards Epps. Tried to bring it down with his chest. Fans want a handball. No handball call. Loose City wins the ball anyway, and they will build out of the back here. A couple of substitutions in the works for Tulsa as well whenever we have a stoppage in play. But right now it's back with Louisville City after that Wi-Fi corner kick on the other end. It's Sharpie forward down the near sideline towards Mushigalusa, who just checked in. Headed away by Tulsa. They have the ball now with Ferry in the middle. Back along the back line is Rushi, the Spanish center back, playing in his first season in the United States after spending the last four in the lower divisions of Spain and also in Finland over recent years. Plays it to Tetza, the right center back. They're in the defensive half here, Tulsa. Forward to Yosef playing as the right back, right, uh, right wing back, it may be right now. And then a turnover. Loose City wins it. Elijah Winder in the middle to Ombi. Back to Winder coming forward. Outside of the box. Winder trying to play it wide right to Tellefson, but a challenge there from Armour. We'll see it away from Winder. Loose City does win the ball back, though, along the back. They've got it with Dia, the left back. Now West Sharpie, the left center back, at midfield. Looking for an option. Plays it wide left to Dia. Dia lets the ball roll, then hits it down the near sideline. Mushigalusa will give chase. Rushi over first to it. We'll touch it toward the near sideline, play it up the near sideline. Yosef able to keep it in play with Dia on his back, but Winder over with a secondary player to win the ball. It's Mushigalusa with it for Louisville City. The attack on for Lou City right now. Winder dribbling in towards the box. Tried to play it to Ownby. Well read there by a Tulsa player. An intercept that he plays it forward to Goodrum. Goodrum turns Sharpie. Here comes Goodrum for uh, Tulsa coming forward. Down the near sideline, into the attacking half. He's got one player in the middle is Epps. Plays it to him now. Epps on his left foot. Thought about a shot. Now steps on the ball, dribbles in towards Amadou Dia. Doesn't have very many options. Has to play it back wide right to Yosef. Now in the middle is Fernandez. And now Malou, as Tulsa will have possession now. Just a great job there, George, by Louisville City to snuff out that transition after Goodrum had the turn. Yeah, they were real urgent to get players behind the ball. Um, Epps and Goodrum are kind of cheating, so important to keep an eye on them, but excellent from the entire group. It's going to be a corner here for Tulsa as Yosef tried to dribble past Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa just stuck out a leg, and it'll go behind for a 5-5 corner kick here to Tulsa on the near side the left. It'll be Milo Yosef to take it. Yosef, a player, right-footed player, who stands over the ball. 24 years old, out of Germany. Here comes the corner, high into the air to the back post, over everybody's head. No one could challenge for the ball. Bird was the intended target. The fall now to Armour. Armour high into the air with his left foot, crossing it back into the mixer, and no one making that run, and it'll bounce past the end line. A goal kick here to Louisville City in front of the East Open land. Probably a big sigh of relief there from Louisville City. No real danger, ball going over both times. So now we do have those two substitutions for Tulsa here. A couple of talented attacking players coming in. It'll be Colin Fernandez to come out along with, I believe, Ferry to come out. It'll be Dario Suarez to come in. Suarez, a 30-year-old Cuban. Very talented player who scored 38 goals in his career. 
And also Moses Dyer, a 26-year-old out of New Zealand in his first season in the USL with Tulsa. Came over from the Canadian Premier League where he scored 18 goals over the last two seasons. Those two players on and those two substitutions brought to you by Fortna here in the 72nd minute. Louisville City in front, one to nothing over FC Tulsa. It's out for a throw to Tulsa in there at midfield, rather. They play it back to Tete along the back line. And now Rushi, who's playing as the left center back, one of the substitutes in the second half. Dribbles forward near midfield. What do you want to see out of Tulsa right now, George? I mean, they're, they're very much in the game. We talked about it in the first half. Lucity had all the momentum. Yeah, they are. You know, especially with the changes, you want to see those changes come on and kind of create something different. I thought Epps was better in the second half. He was able to run in behind a few times cause some danger but again Tulsa's not creating any real chances right they're getting little sniffs uh, half chances but I know the staff of Tulsa would look to create some real chances maybe a chance here for them though Yosef to Dyer Dyer first time shot blocked on its way through by Tosh it'll fall to Bird he could get the shot away it's knocked off of his feet it'll fall to Tellison for Louisville City and they'll get out of trouble Tellison forward to Elijah Winder maybe a chance to break for the boys in purple Winder coming forward with the ball at his feet in the attack through to Ombi on the ground right side of the box Ombi defended by Tete turned backward plays it there to Harris Harris back to Ombi and Louisville will settle things down Ombi backward to Oscar Jimenez playing as the right back now as the substitute I like the decision there from Wilson and, and Brian to put your foot on it let the rest of the team join and start to move the ball around talked about Tulsa what do you want to see about uh, from Louisville City right now they've had many opportunities most of them in the first half to be fair to make it two or even three early on is this a matter of managing this game out now with 17 minutes to go, or do you want to see them try and continue to be positive and go forward and try and score? Well, I, I think the best way to manage the game is to be positive. Uh, that's just, you know, my take on it rather than trying to keep it or, you know, keep possession. Use possession with a purpose. We still want to open them up, and we still want to go get and create chances. Uh, as we spoke about before, a one nothing game, any moment can change this game. So definitely looking to get a second. Mushigalusa winning a turnover for Louisville City, trying to link up with Harris, but couldn't connect the pass. He'll continue his run, though, to pressure Nelson, the goalkeeper, just gets the ball away. It's wide left now to Armour for Tulsa. Back to Rushi in the penalty area on his left foot. Left-footed center back, plays it wide left now. To touch more on what you want to see, it's like staying disciplined. That, that seems to be the thing here. Louisville City is the better team more times than not, but the game comes down to critical moments. Uh, so not giving away anything that, that Tulsa doesn't have to earn. Just not switching off on any particular moment as well, right? There you have it, right? Just staying tuned in, all set pieces, uh, good decision-making both on the ball and off the ball. Good turn there from Dario Suarez for Tulsa. Maybe a chance for the visitors. Here's Yosef dribbling in toward the penalty area. Try to play it back to Suarez. And Dyer there with an opportunity, just stuck out a leg, couldn't find the ball. And ultimately end, Zimla will pick it up after letting it lay on the ground for just a moment. Just that final ball, just not quite there for Tulsa there. They got into a promising position, tried to play a little 1-2. Just couldn't connect on that 1-2, and ultimately the chance went away. Yeah, it looked like a deflection made it better than what it was. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Zimla punts it long into the attacking half for Louisville City towards Winder. Touchdown to Del Piccolo. Now Winder picks it back up after a couple of headers were exchanged from the two teams. Good now, strength from Winder there to hold the ball, maintain possession. Now Mushigalusa with two defenders all over him draws a foul. We talk about the strength of Winder. Good strength from Mushigalusa as well, I'd say, with a couple of guys right on him to keep control of the ball and win this fifth-third free kick for Louisville City. We've got another substitution here for Tulsa. Coming out of the game is Blaine Ferry, and coming into the game, Nate Worth. 
a teenager, 16 years old, out of Chester, New Jersey. His second season in the USL. Played with the New York Red Bulls, too, last year. Just seven appearances for him. And for Worth, this is just the second appearance of his season. He's played nine minutes to this point this year. So a young player without much experience coming into the game. Into the game. Nate Worth, that substitution brought to you by Fortna for Tulsa in the 76th minute. Fifth third free kick for Louisville City. They work it forward towards Wilson Harris. Knocked off of his feet by Tulsa. Now the visitors in white coming forward. Dyer, one of the substitutes. Cross midfield into the attack. He's got Goodrum in front as well as Worth. Still Dyer on the inside right. Wide right now. Goodrum puts it into the box. Dyer trying to bring it down against Del Piccolo. It's loose. It'll come to Bird. His shot. And it's a goal for Tulsa. Make it 1-1. Eric Bird started as a right back. Now playing as an attacking midfielder. The ball fell to him very fortunately for Tulsa. And he smashed it past Oliver Zimla into the back of the net to tie the game. And that is the value of scoring a second goal when you have the momentum, if there ever was an example of it, for Louisville City. They had all the chances in the first half, couldn't put a second opportunity away. And now, with 14 minutes to go, it's 1-1. Eric Bird scoring for Tulsa. We talk about it all the time, right? We've been speaking on it all game. Uh, One critical moment. You have to give credit to Tulsa. They kept pushing. Good individual piece of play there to get the ball. And Bird at the back post, what a finish. That goal coming. We're in the 77th now, nearly 78th minute for Eric Bird. His 18th career goal and his second of the season for the 30-year-old out of Virginia Beach. And a big one for FC Tulsa to try and steal a point on the road against a red-hot Louisville City team that is well-rested coming off of one of their best performances of the season in their last game. So that makes it 1-1. Still plenty of time, though, with... Just under, just over rather, 12 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this one. Lou City with the ball from the kickoff. It's Winder wide left to Mushagalusa in the attacking half. Lou City looking to regain the lead quickly. Mushagalusa on his right foot, tries to curl it. It's blocked on its way through. Secondary clearance will send it out of the box. It's picked up by Winder here for Louisville City. Long strides for the youngster. Switches play from right to left. Cross to Oscar Jimenez. He comes forward with time and space. Looking to put a ball in the box. Instead drives it toward goal. Punched away by Nelson. It'll stay loose in the box. Worth will clear it forward. And now Tulsa takes over in possession. Dyer goes down. It's a foul against Paolo Del Piccolo. And a free kick to Tulsa. And this is going to be a booking as well. Del Piccolo shown a world of beer yellow card to booze from the crowd of over 11,000 they announced here at Lynn Family Stadium. It'll be a free kick here to Tulsa in their defensive half on their inside left. I like the intensity there from Del Piccolo, but I don't know if that's the right moment to, to put yourself in a position like that. It's from behind uh, in an area of the field where we have them in a good position where, you know, there's no danger. Just keep them going back. But knowing Paolo and, and how intense he is and coming off of just conceding a goal, that's also a statement tackle. Let's get going. Let's try to get this winner with only, what, 12 minutes left to play in the game. We're in the 78th minute. The player that was fouled for Tulsa Dyer is down injured. We're going to have another substitution for Louisville City. It's going to be Brian Ownby to come off. He's going to be replaced by Cameron Lancaster in the attack. So maybe a little switch of formation here for Louisville City as well. With Wilson already occupying the center forward position. Maybe just maybe Danny Cruz is going to put on both of his center forwards here and play with a different look, one that we maybe thought we would see this year. So Lancaster on, Ownby off. That substitution brought to you by Fortnum. And by the way, with about 10 minutes to go in the game, you can head to Twitter right now to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. It'll be open for the next 10 minutes or so. You can vote now at twitter.com slash City. And it does look like, George, that Danny's going to go to the, the two-forward formation right now. So a different look for Louisville City and a chance for two of their better goal scorers to try and chase the game and come up with a winner. 
yeah, clearly they're going for the win. It's not often that you get Harris and, and Lancaster up top playing together, but I'm sure the message is get the ball in the box, get the ball in the dangerous areas so those guys can go and do what they're paid to do. Offside flag here goes against Philip Goodrum of Tulsa as they try to generate a chance. He just knocked the ball down, and they did have a shot. But the whistle had gone before the shot went on target. And it's a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City after the offside. We talked about it with Danny Cruz in preseason, about if we would see Lancaster and Harris play together at the same time. He hinted that, no, that wouldn't be the case. You would see if they ever went to a two-forward formation, it would be a target player like Lancaster or Harris, and then a faster player like maybe Brian Ombi who can chase the game. But right now with 10 minutes to go, we're getting Harris, who led the team in scoring last year with 15 goals. With Lancaster up top together, Lancaster the all-time leading scorer for Louisville City over the years. A player who's been with the club off and on since 2015. All the way back to the goalkeeper now, Zimla under some pressure as Lou City tries to conjure something late here. He drives it down the middle. Header from Tellefson. Header from Lancaster looking for Tellefson. Couldn't find him. Now Tulsa coming forward with Suarez trying to knock it back to Bird. Knocked away by Tosh. Near midfield now is Malou, but... Tulsa can't control it. Winder steps in, wins the ball. Here comes Lou City forward. Wide left is Harris. On the overlap outside of him is Mushagalusa. He plays it to him. Mushagalusa dribbling into the penalty area. Just to the left of it right now. Steps on the ball. Tries to cut it back to his right foot. And a second defender coming over. I believe it was Yosef for Tulsa. Clears it away. It'll be a, a throw right here for Louisville City on the near side. Their left in the attacking final third. Both teams seem a little bit unorganized right now. You can see fatigue starting to set in. Uh, it'll be interesting to see which team can, can capitalize on the critical moment as we come to an end of this game. You just mentioned it, George. You think the MO right now for Louisville City, just get the ball in the box and let the big guys do something with it. They're going to do it right now. A long throw from Dia. High into the air, into the six-yard box, headed away by Tulsa. It'll come to Musha Galusa outside of the box on the near sideline. Trying to battle with Suarez. Stepped on the ball as Suarez pulled him down. No foul called. Suarez comes up with the ball. Outside of the foot is Dyer on the end of it. Dyer coming forward. Tulsa with a chance maybe to take the lead. Dyer against Sharpie in the box on his right foot. Sharpie goes to the ground to the end line. Cross comes in, but he was past the end line before he played the ball, Dyer, there. And it's a goal kick to Louisville City. Just tried to delay as Sharpie laid out to deter him there. And he just couldn't get that cross off in time for Tulsa. And it's out for a goal kick to Louisville. They take that goal kick quickly and will work out of the back here. But that's the threat right now. Tulsa has some of their more dangerous players on with Dyer and Suarez, particularly Goodrum still out there. So they have every opportunity to Tulsa right now if they can get the ball and go forward quickly to steal something on the road. And they're fresh. Right? Yeah. They come on the field. They, I think they scored maybe four or five minutes after the changes. So that, that brings a, a lot of confidence and a lot of belief that you can go and do it again. You can see the urgency right away. Whistles blowed, hand on the ball. They're looking to get the ball forward. Musha Galusa arguing with the fourth official there. But it's going to be a free kick to Tulsa here. Seven and a half minutes to go in a 1-1 game, and we've got what should be a very exciting finish. Two teams that look like they both want to go for it right now and both want to come away with a win tonight. Tulsa in possession. They've got it wide left with Armour, their left back in the defensive half right now. Jimenez up for pressure. It's a turnover. Here comes Lou City. Harrison behind on the right side. Lancaster in the middle. He plays it there. Lancaster can't put it on target. It's wide. Lancaster stretched out with his left foot. He's claiming he was pulled down from behind. But it's going to be a goal kick to Tulsa. The combination nearly coming off there. Harris played it across the face of goal. It found Lancaster at the back post. He just couldn't get it on frame. That's a great defensive effort. What do you think? Was there a tug there? 
Definitely a tug, but I don't think it's enough to give the pin. Lancaster was certainly hoping for it for Louisville City. I say that. I'm sure if I was on the field, I'd be screaming for a penalty. The effort there was from Justin Malou, the Senegalese center back who came into the game in the second half here, playing in his first season with Tulsa after spending last year with Columbus Crew 2, the reserve team for Columbus in Major League Soccer. And he had that late intervention to deny Cameron Lancaster what might have been a winning goal. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the right. It's in the middle of the field. Two teams battling for possession. Winder just clips it forward toward Lancaster. Header from Jimenez. Header from Bird. Header from Tellefson. Another header. A couple of headers back and forth. Neither team controlling the ball. Finally, Bird brings it down. Clips it high into the air. Back toward midfield. Tosh and Goodrum battling for the ball. It'll bounce out of play. And it's a throw to Tulsa. Looks like they said that Tosh got the final touch. Actually, they call a foul for that little push between Tosh and Goodrum. That's that's Seems that's a call. A little, a little bit petty, especially seeing the battle that they've been having all night long. Seems a little soft from the things we've seen in this game. That's not one we've seen called very often, but it's a free kick to Tulsa. They're working into the middle of Suarez. Suarez still battling for it. Takes it off the feet of Tellison. Suarez threw in the middle to Goodrum. The flag goes up. Goodrum will be denied the opportunity because the flag went up immediately. He's pleading his case that he was not offside. But the, it, to credit the AR on the near side, the flag went up right away as soon as the ball was played through to Goodrum. Had it not gone up, it would have been an easy tap-in for, I believe, Dyer as Goodrum played it square to him. But the flag goes up offside, a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Good. Memphis, uh, Tulsa, I should say, that close to scoring. Very close. Good timing. Uh, that was a close one. Five minutes to go in a 1-1 game. Three points on the line right now. Two points could swing either way. As it stands right now with the 1-1 score. It's Del Piccolo for Louisville City. Plays it forward to Harris. Chests it down top of the box. Has a shot. It's blocked. It'll fall to Matiti Mushigalusa. Clips it through to Lancaster. Tries to bring it down. Malou there to touch it. Clears it wide right. And then Yosef will come down with it for Tulsa. Plays it forward. That's to the youngster Worth. But he turns and tries to clear it upfield. Picked up by Louisville City. The attack's still on. Middle of the field, 30 yards away from goal is Jimenez. Turns backwards, center circle is Tosh. Wide left now, Dia with the ball. Dia thinking about putting it into the box. Instead touches it forward. Still Dia. Dribbling toward the penalty area. Dia into the box. Dia on the ground. Lancaster with a shot cleared away by Arushi of Tulsa. And with an opportunity, I should say, not a shot. With an opportunity to get the ball. It's wide left now. A battle for possession. A battle physical one between Mushagalusa and Yosef. And a foul goes against Mushagalusa. And Yosef pumping his fists forward in front of the waterfall. Cheering that foul call. This has become a bit of an emotional one late on. Two teams that really, really want this with three and a half minutes to go. You can see the emotion on the players on the field. The intensity's picking up. I like that play from Dia. He goes on the inside, uses Matiti, kind of as a decoy to get himself into the box. Very close to getting the winner. So it's going to be a free kick to Tulsi here outside of the box on the right side of their box. Nelson, the goalkeeper, will take it. He's standing over it now. He doesn't seem in a big hurry to put it back in play. Some restlessness from the fans. Crowd of over 11,000 tonight on a Wednesday night at Lynn Family Stadium. And the referee coming over to have a conversation with Blair Gavin. And he's shown a red card to the bench for Tulsa. Matt Watson. Matt Watson, one of the assistant coaches, has been sent off. So the emotions bubbling over right now in this game. Watson, a player who spent most of his career in the USL, 
had a brief stint with Chicago in the middle of his career, an assistant on this new coaching staff in Tulsa, and he clearly must have said the wrong thing to the fourth official because the referee made a 20-yard walk, went to the back pocket, showed a world of beer red card to him, and he was sent to the locker room for an early shower. Free kick put back into play by the goalkeeper at near midfield now. Lancaster tried to bring it down for Louisville. Malou came out with it for Tulsa. He sent it long towards Goodrum, a header from to- uh, Sharpie, I should say. And then Dia switches fields with a ball a mile into the air to Oscar Jimenez. He tries to touch it around Armour. Armour will win the foot race, though. Plays it back in field to Rushi just outside of the Tulsa box. Back to Nelson. Harris coming forward with pressure. Two minutes to go plus stoppage time in a 1-1 game. Somebody might well still win this. Long diagonal to Dyer in the attack for Tulsa. Here they come forward, four on three. Dyer into the box, defended by Tosh. Dyer shot blocked. It'll bounce behind. It'll be a, vi- a corner kick here for Tulsa from the near side, their right. Good block from Sean. Surprised that Louisville City is leaving at three versus three in the back. I know they have a lot of trust in their center backs, committing numbers, trying to get the win, but the last thing you want to do is concede at this time. So the corner for Tulsa here will come. From Milo Yosef, from the near side, the right. Stands over it. Six players in white jerseys in the box to aim at. Here it comes, high into the air, to the back post. The header comes in from Berg, cleared off the line from Jimenez, and the second header is in. Tulsa has scored, and they might just have won it. Incredible. What a second half for Tulsa. And wouldn't you know it, it's Philip Goodrum, the new signee, they just brought him in this week on Monday in a trade, and he scored his first league goal of the season. And it comes at a critical moment for this team. They've not won a game since late March, March 25th. But now they're looking at three points on the road at Lynn Family Stadium before in front, rather, of 11,000 fans. And Philip Goodrum scores for Tulsa to give them a 2-1 to lead. Man, speechless. A game you, you you think that you have control over from minute 10 all the way up to, what was it, the 75th minute that yeah. they scored the equalizer, and it's heartbreaking. But there's still time. Louisville City's scored goals late in games to, to get points. Uh, we'll see what we can see. They certainly have the players out there right now for it. We moved into stoppage time. We've got a decent chunk of it left. Ball into the box. Harris heads it down to Winder. Winder shot saved by Nelson. The rebound, he'll cover it. And in that threat, stoppage time presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Five minutes remaining in this game. Five additional minutes for Louisville City to try and save something now. They've gone from trying to win it late on to now just trying to save a point late on. Good chance there from Winder. Thought he got it. Looked similar to a goal he scored last year. Ball sent long from Nelson, goalkeeper. Out for a Louisville throw in the Louisville defensive half. And they'll come forward. Louisville now down goal. Sharpie wide left to Ushigalusa. Can they find another chance here in the opening minutes of stoppage time? Challenge from Suarez sliding in very late for Tulsa. Foul. And it'll be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City and a world of beer yellow card to Dario Suarez of Tulsa. Not a smart play from Suarez. Now Louisville has an opportunity to get the ball into the box. They have dangerous players in the box. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick about three yards in from the near sideline and probably 20 yards from the 
nearest point of the penalty area. Dia and Jimenez stand over it with five players to aim at in the box and two lingering just outside of it for Louisville City. Dia, the left-footed option. Jimenez, the right-footed option. As the crowd tries to raise the energy level late on. Referee blows his whistle. It'll be Dia's free kick. Hits it high into the air towards the back post. That's where Sean Tosh has it. His header down into the six-yard box. Bounces into the arms of Nelson, the goalkeeper. And he'll take a tumble down to the ground. Good ball, actually, from Tosh to try to get that back across. You want runners across the goalkeeper. Make it very difficult for the goalkeeper to come out of his, his space to get the ball. Nelson still with the ball. The goalkeeper for Tulsa. Now sends it into the attacking half where Goodrum brings it down. Trying to battle with Jimenez. Goodrum goes down and a foul called against Oscar Jimenez. Very clever. Very clever. He uses Oscar's momentum. Draw the foul. Now that's a good two minutes that Tulsa's able to relinquish off the, cop, off the clock. And Goodrum, you heard the booze just because he sat back on his hands for a moment. You can certainly understand it. He's played really hard out there for 90 minutes with Louisville City fans trying to will their team forward. They don't like to see him kill off some time here. Free kick put back into play by Tulsa. Louisville City wins it. They heave it long towards Lancaster. Knocked back to their end by Tulsa. A header from Dia. Now a header from Worth for Tulsa. Worth battling with Winder for it. Those two collide. Worth goes down to the ground and a foul. I believe it's a foul against Elijah Winder. And it'll be a free kick here to Tulsa. If it's not a free kick, it's going to be a throw one way or the other. And Tulsa absolutely taking their time, as is their prerogative right now. We've played nearly three minutes of the minimum five of stoppage time. And it is a foul against Elijah Winder. So it'll be a free kick here for Tulsa. The referee blowing his whistle to urge Tulsa to take this free kick and put the ball back in play. Going to the corner, I anticipate. I would think as well. Yosef has it. He just clips it down toward that corner. Goodrum is there to try and keep it in play. He goes down, wanting another foul call. No foul given. Now a couple of players bumping chests. It's Dyer for Tulsa and Dia for Louisville. And now the teams are coming together. Temper is starting to flare right now. It's just a big pile of players down there in each other's face. A big group of them. About 12 players in total. Now nearly everybody on the field is over there except for the goalkeepers. Referees are just standing back observing. Somebody's got to come in and play Peacemaker right now. And this certainly plays right into the hands of Tulsa. They want to kill as much time as they can. And finally, the group disperses a little bit, and we will get this throw back from Amadou Dia. It was just a, a little chest-to-chest from Dia and a player from Tulsa. And yeah, then no Tempers just bubbled over. No time to be macho in this moment. If you're Louisville City, stay out of that mess. We need the ball. We need to get the ball forward. And if you're Tulsa... You're playing right into it, right? Of course, we're going to try to have a little shoving match as long as they don't do anything stupid and get someone sent off. It took about a minute off the minimum stoppage time, and that should be added. We'll see. Ball in play. Tellus in the middle. Tried to dribble past Bird. Bird stuck out a leg and got the ball. It'll go to the far sideline. Tosh will keep it in play. He'll just drive it long towards Harris into the attacking half. Harris goes down. Wants a foul. No foul called. A header from Tulsa. Here comes Jimenez with a touch. Harris back to Jimenez. Can they keep it alive? Jimenez does. Right side of the box. Looking to maybe put in a cross. Cuts it onto his right foot. Here comes the cross. Headed high up into the air in the, in the penalty area. It'll come down to Harris. Can he keep it alive? Player for Tulsa goes down. It'll roll past the end line. It's going to be a corner. A Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City coming up here. 
We're closing in on the final moments of stoppage time. Two to one, Tulsa in front. Two goals in the second half gave them a surprising, shocking lead on the road. Can Louisville score late to salvage something? It's going to be Oscar Jimenez to take this 5-5 corner with his left foot from the far side. Here it is, driven to the near post towards Elijah Winder. Cleared away. It's Dia, 30 yards from goal on his left. Wide left is Mushigalusa. Chance to curl when he's going to do it. Tries to curl it, and it's well wide. Well wide. Just missed the top corner by five or six yards. Set up perfectly for Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa to try and curl it into that top corner with his right foot and just couldn't do it. It's behind a goal kick to Tulsa. If you're going to do that, you really want to hit the target. Keep the ball in play. Give us a chance. You could see all the players that were committed into the box. Probably not a bad idea to just try to get it into a dangerous area. Played five minutes and 40 seconds or so of stoppage time. You'd think they'd have to add about a minute on after that scuffle. We'll see how much is left. Goal kick sent long from Tulsa. Knocked down. It'll come to Armour. He'll let it roll past the far sideline. It'll be a Tulsa throw here. you got to think. The referee is looking at his watch here. He does now. Whistle is ready as he tries to encourage Armour to take this throw for Tulsa. Here it is down the far sideline towards Dyer. Header from Sharpie. Now back to Tosh. And that's it. The referee blows his whistle for the final time tonight. And this is a head-scratcher if there ever was. Louisville City loses after dominating the first hour or so of the game. They fall by a final score of 2-1. to one, And Tulsa has ended a eight-game winless streak to win for the first time since March 25th and for just the second time this season. And Louisville City goes down in defeat for a third time on the year and already a second time here at home. You can see the excitement on the Tulsa, the staff, the handshakes, the hugs. It means a lot for them to come in into such a difficult place to play, get three points. It wasn't always pretty, but they did what was necessary. And Tough for Louisville City, knowing how much how well you played for, for large periods of the, of the half. It's tough. A puzzling one, but we've got a lot of time to talk about it on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap, which comes your way after this timeout. Again, the final score tonight, FC Tulsa 2, Louisville City FC 1. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome into this post-game show, which is presented to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Tonight's final score brought to you by Gorski Law Office is a surprising one, a shocking one in truth. FC Tulsa 2, Louisville City 1. Tulsa ends an eight-game winless streak coming in and defeating Louisville City before a weeknight record crowd of 11,434 here at Lynn Family Stadium. George Davis the fourth, along with me, Jeff Milby. And, George, uh, this is one that kind of defies logic, uh, especially considering the first half that we saw. Louisville City was the better team for, I'll say, an hour of this game. The stats show that they were the better team over the whole of the game. But Tulsa coming away with really two chances, and they put both of them away. The goal's being scored tonight by Eric Bird for Tulsa to tie it, and then uh, Philip Goodrum to make it 2-1. to one. And Goodrum scoring his first goal of the season in his debut for Tulsa. What a hero he must be for their fans. But this is uh, a hard one to swallow, I would imagine, for Danny Cruz and Louisville City in that locker room after the game. Yeah, it's one to reflect on, right? It's, it's never a good feeling when you feel like you have control of the game and the next thing you know, you're in the 90th minute and you're down 2-1. to one. 
Uh, we speak about it all the time, critical moments. You know, the game comes down to critical moments. And, you know, one mistake here or not taking a chance at the other end. Uh, you look at the second half, two very clear-cut chances, uh, one in Jorge Gonzalez and the other in Cameron Lancaster. Yep. Um, so, so when you're getting the ball and you have, you know, your expected goals, you know, unfortunately expected goals don't count and don't matter when it comes to the result, right? So how many times are you putting the ball in the back of the net? Um, all in all, I'm sure the staff is is going to have a hard time breaking this one down. But when you look at the game, you're going to ultimately look at the critical moments on both sides of the field. And, and Tulsa was able to, to pull one out tonight. And you have to give them a lot of credit. You have to give them credit for their patience. You have to give them credit for withstanding some of the pressure that, that Louisville City was able to put on them. And, and they got it done. In some ways, I think if you're Danny Cruz, you can look at this game when you review the film. You can almost be positive about the performance for long stretches. But to the point you made, it's about critical moments. It's about the one or two opportunities that Tulsa had in the second half. In terms of statistics, Louisville City, by and large, outplayed Tulsa tonight. They had 19 shots, seven shots on target. Tulsa with just nine shots, four of them on target. That's for the entire game. If you look at just the second half, though, it's much more even. Eight shots for Louisville City, three on target. Seven shots for Tulsa, three on target. So the second half played out to be a much more even second half than the first half was. But that circles back to the point that we made in the first half while the game was playing out that Louisville City needed to capitalize on the momentum and the opportunity when they had it. They could have scored two or three times in the first half, I'd say, just based on the amount of ball that they had, the amount of possession they had, the number of opportunities they had. Just couldn't link up on a couple of uh, uh, passes to really open up that Tulsa defense. Um, but they just didn't they didn't take their opportunities when they had them, and then Tulsa did in the second half, and that's how they came away with a 2-1 to win. And, and you speak about it. You know, Coach Cruz mentioned it, you know, in his pregame talk where Tulsa's not a bad team. You know, they're, they're capable. They play a good style of football, and, and you saw that throughout periods tonight. It wasn't a lot, but you look at the first 10 minutes of the game for Tulsa, they had some joy, the same thing in, in the first 10 minutes of the second half, and I think that may have been the difference. When you look at the first 10 minutes of the second half, and some of the momentum that, that Tulsa was able to, to create and those chances that Louisville City didn't capitalize on, uh, it only feeds belief into the players on the field. And, and I would, you got to give a lot of credit to the, the players that came onto the field. Um, Suarez and, and Dyer, they, they made a difference, a clear difference. Every time uh, they got the ball into their feet, they were able to, to kind of create something. If it was nothing else, being a nuisance uh, and making it difficult for, for Tosh and, and Sharpie back there and you know, it's, it's tough, but it could be a good learning moment for Louisville City to know, hey, you can't underestimate any team in this league. And no matter who you're playing against, uh, you know, it was said it on the pregame talk, there's no walk in the park here in this league. And if you want to win, you have to do it against everybody. And for FC Tulsa, this, this could be a momentum builder for them. It could be the kind of opportunity that results in, in, in a little run for them. They've, they've really been challenged in the opening part of their season. We mentioned the eight-game winless run. They had five ties, five draws in that eight-game stretch. So they were competitive. They were right there. And Danny Cruz uh, mentioned this week leading up to the game, they thought they were a little bit unlucky, FC Tulsa. Um, and if they were unlucky in previous games... You know, maybe their luck, they deserve to get uh, to have their luck be in tonight. Not saying they were lucky, but, you know, uh, they, they deserve to get a fortunate break, I'll say, uh, their way. And, and how about Philip Goodrum? Once again, what a phenomenal story that is for FC Tulsa. A player that is uh, easy to, to point out as a villain if you're a fan of the opposite team. He's a player that, that is a pest. He's, he's always buzzing around the ball. He goes down very easily on fouls and draws a number of them. Uh, last year he scored 22 goals. 
just didn't have that goal scoring form this year in Memphis. Gets that change of scenery this week, and in his first game, less than a week after joining the team, he scores a winning goal for his first goal of the season in the 89th minute before 11,434. And with him now in the fold, as you mentioned, this is a talented team. When you look up and down the roster, they got a lot of guys who have had success at various levels of the game, whether it's Major League Soccer, whether it's the USL, whether it's overseas in any number of leagues. There's a lot of talent in this team, and maybe this is a springboard for them. Maybe they can take this win uh, over one of the top teams in the league, one of the most prestigious teams in the league before uh, arguably the best crowd in the league. Maybe they can turn this into something. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that, right? Tulsa's a team that you said they had quality. Uh, it's not like Goodrum comes in here now as the, the best player, uh, some superstar player added to their roster. But what he does provide is a different element. Uh, you know, he provides something different that Tulsa maybe doesn't have in some of their other players. And, and maybe doesn't, you know, fit all the way with the way that Coach Gavin uh, wants to play, but he understands the value he can bring. And, and he's going he's gonna to cause problems. He's going to be a nuisance. He's going to run, uh, and he's going to run into dangerous spaces. So um, it's kind of storybook when you look at it, right? You, you, you know, it's not easy making decisions like that, especially when you're looking at transfers and, and all the things that go into that and culture. Um, but it's, it's proven to be a good change for, for Tulsa, and, and hopefully for, for Goodrum and the Tulsa team, they can build on this momentum and, and use it as a springboard, like you talked about, to go and get some more results and see where they can finish the season. And for Louisville City, uh, we talked about all the time off. They've had a bunch of it lately, but now suddenly a quick turnaround. They play here on Wednesday night. They have to go up to Indianapolis to play Indy 11 on Saturday night. Uh, we'll talk about that game when we come back. Still plenty of stuff to talk about on this Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap again. FC Tulsa has come on the road to Lynn Family Stadium and come up with one of the more shocking results of the season in the USL to this point. They win it 2-1 to one over Louisville City FC. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. We'll begin. Louisville City with a one to nothing lead over FC Tulsa here on ESPN Louisville. ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Family Stadium. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, which has emptied out the Louisville City fans, a crowd of over 11,400 now out on the streets of Butchertown, and probably scratching their heads, a lot of them, after this game. Louisville City loses 2-1 to to FC Tulsa. The goal scored for Louisville City by Jorge Gonzalez. He was awarded tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. That's a, an award voted on by you, the Louisville City fans. Uh, in terms of what this loss does for Louisville City in the standings, it doesn't actually do much of anything in terms of where they are. This is the only game in league play tonight. There are a number of teams playing in the U.S. Open Cup tonight across the league. Um, so Louisville City remains tied for second in terms of points, tied with Tampa Bay, 17 points each, four points off of Charleston in the Eastern Conference, and Louisville City seven points off of Sacramento for the overall league lead. They're sitting on 24 points. What it does do, though, is Louisville City had two games in hand on pretty much the rest of the league coming into this game. If they had won both of them, they would be just one point off of Sacramento uh, even on games played. But now you lose this game, you kind of lose that advantage, you lose that game in hand. Um, It's not the end of the world for Louisville City by any stretch, but it's just uh, not the step forward they would have wanted to take. And now, George, they have to turn around. After losing tonight, they have to turn around and drive up I-65 to face uh, Indy 11 on Saturday night. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff. 6.45, our coverage will begin here on ESPN 680 and 105.7 and the ESPN Louisville app. Indy, they are currently above the playoff line in the Eastern Conference. They sit 7th with 12 points, 5 back of Louisville City. They've got a record of 
three, four, and three. Three wins, four losses, three ties, and a goal differential of minus four. But that's a rivalry. Uh, we saw it last year. Louisville City went on the road up to Indy 11 and, and lost that game um, in a season when they didn't lose a ton. So it's going to be a quick turnaround for this team. Whatever analysis they do of this of this result, they've got to do it quickly because uh, the second game is, is going to be upon them before they know it. Yeah, they don't have a choice but to start preparing for the next match, right? So for the guys that played a lot of minutes, uh, yeah, you reflect. You try to learn from things that happened tonight. But at the end of the day, you have to get yourself recovered so that you can get into training tomorrow uh, and start to get your mind right and focused on the next match. You know, you mentioned Indy. Let's just start with it's a rivalry. You know, any rivalry, you kind of throw the record out the window, right, especially being so close, uh, what that game has meant to the fans and what it has meant to the players over the years. Um, and then you add in that it's a difficult place to play. Uh, Carroll Stadium, I believe, is, is one of those turf fields, and it's, it's fairly narrow. So it's a lot different than, than playing at Lynn Family Stadium where it's a nice grass and you have a full-size pitch. So how does the, how does the group adapt to that? Uh, even knowing that you haven't played a whole lot of games in the last two weeks and now you have to go to a tough environment like that, uh, the mentality is going to have to be strong uh, from the group. And, and it doesn't get any easier. You know, you talk about, yeah, we're not in a bad place, or sorry, Louisville City's not in a bad place, right? But um, the goal is to win the league. And when you have nights like tonight, a beautiful fo- uh, night for football, 11,000 fans in your stadium, uh, Coach Cruz and, and the rest of the club, they expect three points. And so if, even for the players, it's going to be, uh, gutting for them to to know that they, they they missed out on an opportunity when you look at the big picture and the goals for the club. As you look at this game, is there anything that is there something that needs to change before Saturday, or is it just a matter of this is a team that's been off for the last couple of weeks? They played one game this month coming into tonight. Maybe they just didn't have that full ninety minute fitness, both physically and mentally. I'll say, but you know, just to be able to see out uh, a game in which they had the early goal and it had the early advantage. Yeah, I don't know that I would say a change, right? Uh, just a change in that, you know, how do you stay um, more disciplined? I, I keep using that word, right? But how do you stay tuned in throughout 90 minutes? Uh, the the crazy part about this game is that if they score one of those goals in the first half we talked about or one of the chances from, from Jorge or Cameron, yeah, those are, those are the chances, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conversation is completely different, right? You're talking about how well they played, how good everything was, the press was working, right? Um, but a critical moment, and, and ultimately the game's decided on a, a corner kick, a set piece at the at the end of the day. So uh, fatigue, a lot of those things. The game, you know, Tulsa was able to get themselves back into the game in the second half. Uh, so was that fatigue? Was it, you know, concentration? Those are the things you need to talk about, and then the critical moments. I know tactically, um, I don't think that was the case tonight. It is the first of two games on the road for Louisville City this Saturday, taking on Indy 11. They'll turn around on June 3rd and travel up to Hartford Athletic up in Connecticut before returning home on June 10th. That's the next opportunity you have to come out to Lynn Family Stadium and see this team play in person June 10th against Memphis 901. That'll be an 8 o'clock kickoff for that one. Uh, tickets available at lucity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City. Tickets also available for Saturday night here at Lynn Family Stadium. That's Racing Louisville. they got a three-game winning streak on the line. They take on the North Carolina Courage at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Uh, that is a surging team in Racing Louisville and, and soccer fans here in the city. Uh, ought to come out and support them because they've they got a lot of young stars. Savannah DeMello, Jalen Howell and company, uh, a really, really talented team that's finding itself right now. Tickets available, racingloufc.com, slash tickets, or 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. So again, the final score tonight, Tulsa comes into Lynn Family Stadium and pulls off an upset in the USL. 
two to one over Louisville City FC. Uh, George, great job. Good to hang with you again. Sorry, it had to be another loss. We're kind of making a habit of this, you and me. No, you know I mean? we're gonna we're gonna kill that vibe yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's always a pleasure. Glad that we got to do it uh, from Lynn Family Stadium this time and. Uh, I'll be back soon, and I'm yeah. looking forward to it. we got some more opportunities. It'll, yeah, it'll be fun. Looking right. forward to it. Uh, Turn that tide, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, again, our coverage on Saturday night, 645 against Indy 11. Tune in at ESPN 680, 105.7, or the ESPN Louisville app. And, of course, Soccer City comes your way tomorrow night as well, 6 o'clock here on these same stations. We will have a conversation with Savannah DeMello of Racing Louisville FC. She will be our guest calling in tomorrow night at around 620. So do tune in for that for Soccer City tomorrow night. But that will do it for us this evening. Uh, this was the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap and the Gorski Law Office final score, Louisville City 2, uh, Louisville City 1, FC Tulsa 2, as Tulsa comes in and pulls off the upset. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next time. For George, for Zach back in the studio, I'm Jeff. Seeing so long from Lynn Family Stadium.